Sometimes I want to be drowned out by the music. It's okay. Sorry. Let's start again, Robin. Pretend you didn't hear any of this. Hey, oh, Robin. Hey, now. Good morning, everybody. Control of the music, Robin. Whether you know that or not, you have control of the horizontal and the yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the guys try to figure out that I want the music down, but they don't know that I want it up. All right, I'm exhausted. I'm going back to bed. You don't mind? <laughs> you wouldn't I mind. Just oh, man. Enough energy to say good morning. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, yeah. Oh my God, the uh, alarm woke me. I never know how to figure that out. Like, I'm usually up at like five o'clock in the morning, and then when we have the show, I'm sleeping like a log. I don't, I can't figure it. Like when we don't, when we don't work, I'm up at like four. That's right. Your eyes just yeah. pop open. Yeah. <laughs> I can't figure this thing out, and I've been doing it for like a hundred years. Uh, yesterday. What was yesterday? Yesterday was Sunday. Okay. Saturday was 9-11. Yes. Was, uh, well, I, I watched... Anniversary. Can't believe it. Yeah, I was like really feeling great about President Biden, too, because of the... You know, it was like a normal adult going around to the various sites, important sites. You mean it wasn't about him? No, he didn't say anything about how wonderful a president he was and what a great guy he is and how successful he is and, and comment on the state of the stock market just sat there and, and and he had empathy for people who not only lost their lives in those buildings but lost their lives on those planes all the health care workers first responders who have lost their lives since 9-11 uh all of the men and women who have lost their lives in, the, in a foreign war i mean you know it was it was he wasn't announcing a boxing match he was just there as our president trying to unite people but so weird. You know, I had the weirdest experience. Like, uh, you know, I do this show. I've been doing this show for a long time. And I never can predict what people are going to respond to. Uh-huh. And um, over the, over the like, like after Thursday's show with Metallica, you know, when we first signed on on Tuesday, I, I just went, I, I didn't even want to spend a lot of time on COVID and vaccination and all the shitheads in our country who won't get vaccinations. They're like, I don't want, you guys worship Dr. Fauci. Meanwhile, they go to the doctor and get, they'll take horse dewormer yeah. from a doctor. You know, like I heard Joe Rogan was saying, he 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 says, "What do you what do you bust in my I've balls?" Got I took COVID. Yeah, he and goes, I'm "I took a horse, horse dewormer." Yeah, and a doctor gave it to me. I'm going, well, a doctor would also give you a vaccine. So why <laughs> why, why 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 take horse dewormer? I don't know. So I was just saying, like all the people who are anti-vaccination or anti uh, or want their freedom. So I got on the air, you know, and I even said to you, I won't dwell on this. I was like, you know. What the fuck? What, I mean, make it all mandatory. Can you imagine in this country if, like, when polio was out, if we had these idiots who would not take the polio vaccine in our country? Everyone took Everybody the polio vaccine. Everybody would be on crutches or in a iron lung, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, um, 
it, it was a no-brainer. They had a cure. This guy came up with a cure for polio. And everybody just took it because you didn't want your kids getting it. You didn't want to get it. it and you didn't want to give it to anybody. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, it's like uh, we don't want to take this vaccine. We got it was always mandatory when I went to school. Measles, mumps, you name it. Polio. You had to have we took a whatever slew. vaccines they had. You know, <laughs> yeah, because because believe it or not, people used to die in mass from all this shit. <laughs> or get some horrible <laughs> lifelong condition. Yeah, like you had to walk with a big shoe if you got polio. If you, if you managed to survive it. And it was like a really cool thing that they got rid of it and we could live longer without medical problems. Ah. Uh, but you notice in every single case when all this anti-science shit goes right out the window when people end up in the emergency room and they can't breathe and then they go, I should have taken the vaccine to every one of them. There's never been one that said, I'm so glad I'm that done. I refuse. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so happy that I can't breathe. This is a wonderful way to die. It was worth it because I didn't take the vaccine. That's right. I proved you all wrong. But anyway, I woke up much to my shock that... um there was a bunch of people congratulating me, and then a lot of people in the media, like the Fox News types and uh, even like Alex Jones, they were all attacking me uh, personally. I'm, a ho- I'm Hollywood. Uh, I'm sitting in my house, but I'm Hollywood. I, uh, I worship Dr. Fauci. Um, they, they, they were like attacking me, but there were other people praising me. And all I said was, everyone should get the vaccine. It should be mandatory. And this brought down a slew of like publicity, like I I, I wow. haven't seen ever. Like it was, was mind blowing, like outrageous stand. I mean, I you know, the, I was trying to figure it out. I said, why am I getting so much press for saying this? Is this really so wild? All I'm doing is speaking common sense. We have a cure for this dreaded COVID. And we're not taking it. Take it. Make people take it the same way we take polio vaccines and every other vaccine. We have it so good in this country, people forgot about disease. They forgot that there's cures and that it always wasn't like this. You don't get to live to 80 years old automatically. It's done with science. The reason we live longer. Here it is. I'm going to blow your mind. I'm sure I'll be prepared for the slew of press I'm going to get. The reason we live longer is because of science. That's it. You know, I was thinking about it when all these people like we want our freedom from medicine. Medicine was the answer to your freedom from medicine. There was no medicine and everybody was crippled. They died at 40. They had some horrible disease, childbirth uh, deaths, uh, and infant deaths were off the charts. That's why people had 15 kids. They didn't know how many would live. Yeah. Medicine was the savior. You wanted medicine. Yeah, my dad tells me about like his family history. In Europe, his parents had four kids. They all died. All of them. They all dropped dead from uh, why? Because they had ear infections and stuff like that. They didn't have antibiotics. So all the babies died. They were died. free from medicine, yeah. <laughs> then his uh, parents um, uh, migrated to the United States. Immigra- immigration uh, accepted them. They came to the United States. And they had to have four more kids because all their kids kept dying. 
And here, a couple of them almost died, but they made it because of science. That's it. That's why you live longer. It's all science. It's bottom so line. So if you want to be yeah. free from medicine, you can go back to dying at 40 and having all your children drop dead. So all I said was like, hey, fuck these people and their fucking bullshit. They're imbeciles. You know, it's like when you went to school and you were trapped in a schoolroom with like 70% idiots or maybe 60%. Where I went to school was almost 95% idiots. <laughs> but I mean, Real wherever you, you know, had a high percentage of idiots and you were trapped. I mean, you had, there was nothing you could do about it. Couldn't get out. Couldn't that get was out. mandatory, too. You had to go yeah. to school. And it didn't matter what school I went to. The school I was in. And Roosevelt was 95% idiots. Then I went to Rockville Center and there was, I think, about 96% idiots. Had them a little bit <laughs> They shouldn't out. even called it school. How could you call it, that school? You should just call it junior jail. <laughs> but anyway, now we're trapped in a country with imbeciles. They're the minority. They do not have the majority opinion about the vaccine. Most of us get it. Do we want to take vaccines for no reason? No, we don't want to take vaccines. We just want to... We just want to live, and this is something that's now been proven to work. Enough of us have taken it. If you had any hesitation, you can see we all lived. We're doing fine. Guess what? When we get COVID, we don't end up in the hospitals, so we don't overload the hospitals. So what did I say? I said, we have no time for idiots in this country anymore. We don't want you. We want you to all either go to the hospital and or stay home Die there with your COVID. Don't take the cure, but don't clog up our hospitals with your COVID when you finally, you know, get it. Stay home. Don't bother with science. It's too late. Go fuck yourself. We just don't have time for you. We want you to go away. We want you to leave the country. Go somewhere where they, they don't, they have ultimate freedom, wherever that is, some bizarro world where. You don't have to take the vaccine, but the rest of us want to live in freedom. We want to be free of the COVID vaccine, of, of the COVID disease. We want the vaccine. We love it. We love our scientists. Yes, we love Dr. Fauci for trying to educate us about masks. Absolutely, I love Dr. Fauci. I don't know when nonsense became such a thing and the violence behind it. You should have seen what people were writing me. Writing my wife, you should fucking die. How dare you? You're Hitler. You're telling me, how dare you tell my husband he has to take the vaccine and he can't. One woman wrote, how dare you tell me that I can't go to a hospital if I get uh, COVID? How like, dare you? Exact... Well, why wouldn't you want to not go to the hospital, dummy? Well, first of all, why how why would you, you yeah, yeah, avoid the hospital, get the vaccine, yeah. but. But again, I'm not the president. I'm not I'm, and even the president can't tell you that. What, what does it matter what I say? But anyway, it was like the only thing I could figure why my comments were so in the news and, and I was getting congratulated by everyone. I have a couple of theories. First theory I had was that most media. They're so wimpy. They won't give an opinion. It, it's too late to be standing on the sidelines in this. We have to shame and embarrass the uneducated, the morons, the dopes, the conspiracy theorists. We have to shame and embarrass them every chance we get. And like I was listening to the Today Show, someone said, uh, oh, you run the Today Show. They played my comments. 
Oh. And like like Hoda, who I uh, I've met Hoda, lovely woman, but she goes, my goodness, uh, it's really I don't know exactly what she said, but something like very noncommittal. My goodness, it's really startling to hear these uh, uh, different opinions. Something like that. It's like it's no, startling? no, no. Yeah, there's nothing startling about it. I think the reason my comments were played so much is that no one can get through to these morons in our country. And I think people were hoping that they would listen to me. Or that they just wanted to say it, but they didn't want to say it in their own voice. Right. Only the people who were listening to you could hear you. But let me use that because this is what I'd like to say. I think, but no one's willing to say, like a lot of people want to just, gee, for my career, I want to make sure that everyone likes me, even the unvaccinated. Yeah. You know, we've done research and a lot of unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to make sure my career is every. I'm just the person who you know. I want to be like Al Roker. Everyone likes me. You know. I, I mean, you know. Hey, we need to bring shame back. People are way too proud in this country of their stupidity. Shame. Trump is a moron. They identified with him because every moronic thing he said was Sounded treated. Like something they would say. <laughs> yes, and then they got empowered and they started to feel good about being a moron and acting I without do. i love that they ran around saying he talks just like me yeah and, <laughs> and that's nothing to be proud of if he talks like you <laughs> he says what i'm thinking <laughs> no well, uh, your thoughts haven't uh, really done much for the world so uh you know i don't know people are just so proud of their stupidity but it's weird like these comments i made were not that profound it was, and hey, you said it over and over again. Why that day? I don't know. Maybe because we were was off for a couple though? of months. Maybe. But it's and nobody's sad been that... talking since since we left. Maybe that's the problem. Well, I think it's just sad that like the I, all I said was, dudes, let, we have no time for these people. We have no time for their stupidity. Just no time. Just no time. We're running out of time. We can't listen to them anymore about the environment. We can't listen to them about abortion. It's time to say enough. Enough with the with what they're doing with the voting rights. I mean, it's enough. They're idiots. Why are they why are they taking over? Why are they consuming our country with negativity? And why do they have so much time to protest all these stupid things? You know, President Biden saying, listen, we've had enough of you. We're going to make taking the vaccination mandatory. Oh, my God. It's like if I had said, hey, wear your sunscreen. And it made national news. Howard Stern today said, wear your sunscreen. Can you believe this guy? He's forcing us to wear our sunscreen. I mean, Fasten um, our seatbelts. What are yeah. you talking about? Stop it, red <laughs> yeah. light. How dare you? I mean, kids get uh, measles, mumps, rubella, polio vaccines. Uh, Shit, I just got the, um, I had the pneumonia vaccine. I had the shingles vaccine. Of course, I live in a time where I've got great scientists who have developed vaccines that keep me from getting this stuff. We have uh, uh, all kinds of vaccines, hepatitis now, uh, HPV well, some people don't want that because that's encouraging children to have sex. Yeah. 
And you They'd should rather see the people die and get cancer should, than have You should that. see the you should see the people that write me too. It's just embarrassing. Like someone tweeted just now, Howard Stern is a moron. M O R A N. Do you know what a moron <laughs> you look like? Like, what did someone say? If someone wrote my wife, um, your what was it? Um, something where like you should have been aborted, but they spelled your wrong. You know, they the girl, uh, like they right. were the idiots. They just look like idiots. You're dumb. But they don't you know are a it. Moron. That's the best part of being dumb. You're yeah. too dumb to know it. Somewhere in a third world country, they're sitting and dreaming about living in a country where there are vaccines. I wish we could ship our people out and bring in some of those people who are dreaming of the vaccine. Bring them in. Get rid of the fucking tired. Remember when they said, give me your tired, your poor. We have a bunch of tired people in this country you need to leave. And they're idiots, and they and they they get freedom just, all get mixed up, you know. They, they yeah, think yeah. they're free to make you sick. <laughs> yeah, and they don't understand why. Hey, you want to take that vaccine? Then then then, then take it. I don't make me take. No, it's not about just me. What about the children who are nine and ten years old can't get vaccinated? Do you care about? I mean, anyway, so, you know, you get so bored with this thing. I won't dwell on it again. I'm just telling you. You want well, to somebody hear wrote to me and they said, um, Robin Quiver says, you know, that Howard and Robin are laughing at people. That's what they wrote. Howard and Robin are yeah, laughing, yeah, yeah. At, laughing people who at people die who die of COVID. And I said, and then he said, should I not feel bad for her if she dies from a heart attack? I said, don't <laughs> feel bad for me. Right. <laughs> Well, listen, not, because first of all, I won't know it, dummy. And second of all, I don't care how you feel. Yeah, well, I mean, a heart attack isn't the, it's a stupid analogy. This of is a, a vaccine yeah. that could save our country. If and there the was world. a vaccine for heart for vaccine for heart attack, I would take that. Mm. Exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger lost a corporate bodybuilding sponsor for calling anti-maskers schmucks. <laughs> and and Arnold also said, screw your freedom. Yeah, the guy makes sense. Anybody who makes sense. But anyway. Um, yeah, they're trying to cancel sense is what, what's going on now. If you want to hear some of these uh, comments. Well, here's some pro. Th- I guess, you know, there were a lot of pro ones. I don't want but they're not as interesting as the. Uh, oh, a friend of mine. I should read you this. A friend of mine is a, is a doctor. And uh, she wrote me and she said um, she works at a hospital. We were saying at work Wednesday, someone needs to pony up and call everyone out and lay down the facts. FYI is uh, if we don't get everyone, this is a doctor. If we don't get everyone vaccinated before the move variant or other varieties hit, we are three to five years of life worse than it is now. Oh, See, this no. is why this is why we got to get rid of these <sighs> maniacs in our country and just vaccinate them fucking lay them down on a gurney and fucking shoot them up with vaccine uh it really is deeper than publicly seen three weeks ago we were presented with all the raw data i sat in my car and cried for about 15 minutes after the presentation was over then decided we are doing a life overhaul since so many little kids can't get vaccinated it's the only way to get through um and then they said, uh, you're going to need a third vaccine. Health workers have gotten it and uh, get your third dose if you can. Of course I will. As soon as you get it, you, you'll be more covered. I'm all for it. 
Listen, that's what we got to do. Stop being a pussy and fucking save this country. But uh, I don't know. I I know you you were probably watching tennis. I didn't watch it, but uh, oh, I, saw, I loved it. Yeah, I so saw good. some clips. People are sitting in the, the, the stands. I don't know. Yeah, don't look at the no people. Mask. They're unmasked and they don't care. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, but here's you notice the, they protect the players. Everybody around the players are masked. You know, when they're in right. that environment, it's the wackos. You know, you got to let the wackos in if you want an audience, I guess. Yeah. By the way, there was a little triumvirate there. I was like, wouldn't you like to be a part of this? I, I, all of a sudden, the, the, the thing pans to the presidential box, I think. It's Bradley Cooper, Brad Pitt, and what's the guy's name who played uh, Freddie Mercury? Uh, Remy Malik, is that his name? Yeah, All they were in the president sitting there watching tennis. Wow, uh, I thought is is Bradley Cooper the president? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Maybe he's he's the next one. <laughs> All good looking, famous guys get to sit in there. Yeah, and yeah. and I think Bradley was unmasked, and Brad was wearing a mask. Because I had to figure who I, out who he was by his eyes. Maybe he wasn't wearing a mask. I was like, no, nah, I, I can't remember now. But it was right. just like a weird thing. I'm like, wait a minute. That was Brad, Bradley Cooper and Brad Pitt. I know. It's really weird. I can't figure out what's going on because, um, like, we we had some friends who were going to stay with us for a couple of days. We made plans at the beginning of the summer when things were loosening up and, you know, people were getting vaccinated, et cetera, before the variant. And right. um, and then we had a conversation last night and we decided to call it off because, you know, I'm not comfortable having people over. And and uh, then you turn on this t the TV with these uh, events and everybody's out uh, partying like it's 1999 All together. Maybe yeah. the presidential box you had to have a vaccine to get in. I don't know. I don't but know. It was but like what? Yeah, I don't even know what the rules are right now. Yeah, you needed to show proof of vaccination to attend the U.S. Open. Oh, OK. Let's see. Um, Leah, you're on the air in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Hi, Howard. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm on my way to work, and I just had to call in. Um, I knew you guys were off. Um, you know, I was just listening to what you were saying about how people were, you know, messaging you and saying shit like, why can't I go to the hospital if I get COVID? And it's like, people think that that's just an option. Oh, if I get it, I'll just go to the hospital. Like, I was yeah. telling the guy who answered about a friend of mine who just died a couple weeks ago. You know, I guess he was a Trump supporter. I don't know. He believed Hoopla, and he didn't wear a mask. And he, contra he contracted COVID July 4th weekend. He was in the hospital two weeks later, and by the end of August, he was dead. And, um, you know doesn't just save you. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible death. You know, there's yeah. videos of him on his Facebook. I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't even talk. I mean, it's just insane to me that people are going to risk something like that and to see it with my own eyes. Oh, this is all craziness. I mean, In fact, uh, you, you, but the reason I say stay away from the hospitals, if you didn't get vaccinated, you, you didn't want help from doctors uh, and take the vaccine. So why are you getting it now? Just stay home and die. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Don't what, plug up God the hospital. knows what they're giving you when you get treated. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? I heard they stick tubes on you. They inject you with stuff. Oh, no, he had, he had to be innovated. He had to be put under. 
And I mean, I think he <laughs> thought he was going to come out of it. And they no. had to go from innovation. They had to put a trach in his neck. And, and um, I mean, it's just insane. It's just insane. It's funny. Me, you know, People go, why do you laugh at that? I go, because it's funny. It's just funny. They didn't it's have like, to go through that. I mean, they, 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 they had the cure. They didn't take it. It's funny. It, um, I, I mean, know, it's we, just it's just insanity, and we're giving the country over to the insane people. Stop already! Now it's, it's enough. True. Let's put our foot down. Let's it's put true. our foot down. You get taken you know, over by I the think, insane people. You start catering to them. Yeah. But the thing is, I still work with people that don't have the vaccine. You know, and I've worked at Amazon. They should be fired. They should be fired. They should be fired. Amazon never shut down. They've had us come to work every single day. You know, yes, we now they made us start wearing masks again. But exactly, Good. I don't understand why these companies aren't making people get vaccinated. They had, they're all worried about lawyers and liability. Fuck them. Fuck the lawyers. Fuck the liability. Just fucking get them vaccinated. And if they don't do it, fire them. That's it. Enough. We have no time for you. We have no time for morons. We're running out of time. And I think people should, And all these kooks, you know, these, you know, you, you talk about these um, new age assholes. You know who hated Western medicine? Steve Jobs. <laughs> okay. You know where he is? I don't. <laughs> I haven't seen him in years. Exactly. West, God bless Western medicine. God bless the United States of America, where vaccine is free and available. And the the, the normal people like me and you, des- no, enough, enough of this. I mean, well, it's we also say? God bless innovation in America. Of course. Because that's why we have a vaccine. Yeah. These are and very smart people. You dummies don't make anything but noise. Yeah, and I love, too, that like people go, you're a liberal i go a liberal because i want the vaccine when how could this be liberal i don't know what happened in polio when people took the vaccine they said you're a liberal i mean this is insanity enough of these people but that would be the argument of a stupid person like i said the people who make vaccines aren't sitting around talking to those people they have other things on their mind. The people who have time to do this don't have anything else on their brain. The um, so here's the uh, so here's a couple of so anyway, my comments seem to have really made a lot of news. I don't know why, but uh, anyway, this is what the was view. going on. Let's hear. No, no. Well, here's the view that Whoopi, uh, you know, played the comments, and of course, Whoopi's normal and. Smart, and so is Joy Behar. So these are the nice ones. Here's the the thing. Take your life in your hands, and when you die, you'll be sure. Mm -hmm. That is not a... That, to me... I want to want to stay that off for that's a while. Not a plan. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, not a, a plan. good plan. As, as Howard Stern said, I think that he's trending on Twitter. Oh. Why is your freedom more important than my freedom to live? Right. That's Howard. Yeah, so that was like cool. I was like, oh, that's yeah. nice. Um, okay. That's a nice one. I think here's another example of a nice one. This is radio host Michael Smirkanish. hope I'm saying his name right. He went yes, on CNN to say that he, what, I am? Mm-hmm. Smirkanish. Yeah. He went, Smirkanish. He went on CNN to say he agreed with me. So let me ask you what you think about this. Well, I'm a Howard super fan, 
And when he said it, I was cheering him on as I was listening. The time for cajoling, I think, is over. We're no longer dealing with vaccine hesitant. I'm not going to say that anymore. It's the vaccine obstinate. And we got to draw a line in the sand. These are people making a conscious decision not to get vaccinated, defying the science. And and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tired of trying to coax them along. The time for coaxing is over. So so give me Governor Justice, give me Howard Stern, and give me Jimmy Kimmel. Well, he said, um, you know, a lot of these people who are against the vaccination, they're like, you know, Howard Stern, you better stop telling me how to live my life. And uh, But you know what it is? These folks who are anti-vaccine and want freedom for everyone, they're all about telling you how to live your life. They'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, they don't want you to get an abortion. Can't get an abortion. I'm sure they're all for the freedom of gay marriage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they love it. They want, they want, you know, they, they, and they're all for trans people being able to use the bathroom because they don't want anyone telling everybody. They, they are so busy telling people how to live. What to do. Yeah. With their religion and all that shit. Come on. Harvey Levin from TMZ. He was uh, supportive. But then they gave me kind of a knock. But oh, really? anyway, yeah, but he was supportive. Howard says what I think millions of people are thinking right now. If I may, we have kind of been held hostage by the anti-vaxxers because they have prevented the country from getting this kind of herd immunity. But then they made fun of me because part of my comments taken out of context was I said, oh, I want to, you know, I want to be able to go next door to my neighbor's house and play chess. So they thought that was <laughs> funny, but I, I don't ne My next door neighbor invited me. He said, you want to come next door and play chess? And I said, oh, I would love to, but I'm really afraid. I don't know where you people have been. I mean, all your friends and, you know, I'm nervous about COVID. No, that's not my main reason for wanting to get back to normal life to go play chess. I actually don't play chess anymore. It was about having a life where you don't have to worry about it. Right. But, of course, they, you know, twisted it around and made me look like a goofball, <laughs> which is whatever. That's I guess I guess that's what they do. Well, yeah. that's the weird part. He's just, like, really angry. And this is, I want to live. And then he talks about what he wants to do. I want to get out of the house already. I, I want to go next door and play chess. Yes, move over, Queen's Gambit. Make room for the king of... And they put on that, they put on that weird voice. <laughs> right. You know, hey, here's an imbecile. Here's a turd. He wants to go play chess. He's a turd and a nerd. <laughs> yeah, what a nerd. What a, you know, like all us cool guys on TMZ, we don't play chess. All he wants to do is go next door and play chess? Yeah, we want to get free so we can fuck a lot of broads and, you know, go to the strip club. But he wants to play chess? Error. <laughs> chess is for losers. <laughs> oh. People want to like go to concerts or sporting events, but this guy just wants to play chess with his neighbor. Yeah, yeah, that's all I want to do. Fuck you. Fuck you with your goofy voice. Yeah, I'd like to go to a concert too, asshole. Hey, how about people doing what they want to do, period? And yeah. not you commenting on it or judging it. What do you think Harvey's doing? Oh, he's hobnobbing. He's up to more cool things than me. <laughs> She's sorry, Harvey. One my neighbor invited me. Like, that's a great, oh, my God, you're going to a concert? Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, you could go to an Eric Clapton concert. He's looking for the unvaccinated. That's right.
thing of how it's known as like an avid chess player. There's only one explanation. His neighbor doesn't like him. Yet. <laughs> oh, I want to play chess so badly. Oh, boy. So they goofed on me a little bit. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with him? He wants to play. He should watch football like a man <laughs> and go to the game live. He should be at NASCAR. When you That's hear exciting. that, when you hear that voice, hey, you know you're in big trouble. They're, right. They're, the cool guys on TMZ are going to make fun of you. They're oh. about to give you a new asshole. <laughs> what can I do? Then the, uh, I don't know who these conservative guys, there's so many conservative guys who have shows. This guy I know, uh, Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends. Oh, yeah? He oh, yeah, I do in. know him. What am I saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, filled in for Tucker Carlson. He and his guest, radio host Vince Colonese, twisted my words into a pretzel. But this is where, you know, this is what they do. Yeah. Because what I'm saying is so outrageous. That people should be vaccinated. That's like, uh, wow, I'm enemy number one. All right, the left is sending a very clear message to anyone who is not vaccinated. They want them to disappear from society forever. So who is unvaccinated exactly? Nationally, according to the latest numbers, approximately 60% of African-Americans are not vaccinated. So I guess Jimmy Kimmel and Howard Stern don't want them to go to the hospital or get a bed. It's like, wink, wink. Jimmy Kimmel and Howard Stern don't like black people. He, they, oh, want him, they want them dead. They want them dead. You see how liberal we are? The liberals. Yeah. The liberals want black people dead. Wow, what a point. What a line to draw. <laughs> it's like, what bizarre world are we It's not like they can't get a vaccine. I don't care who doesn't want to be vaccinated. I'd want them vaccinated. You're, you're insane. And the most vaccine-hesitant group in the U.S. is not Trump supporters, but people with PhDs. Statistically, both of those groups overwhelmingly what? voted for Democrats. Vince Colonnais is the host of WMAL's The Vince Colonnais Show in Washington, D.C. Vince, where's this anger come from? It's just, I tell you what, these guys, especially those two, the latter two, consider themselves comedians, uh, are just a sad symbol of American decline. They've taken talent and audiences and frittered them away. They are just disappearing, both of those things, because they host. have decided that they'd rather crap on normal people and suck up to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah, I'm stuck. Oh, yeah, I'm stuck yeah, in... yeah. We, haven't uh, you I'll... had him over for dinner? Aren't you invited to every party he has? Yeah. I'll suck Fauci's dick. How do you like that? But how are you sucking up to Dr. Fauci? I love I that know. idea that Fauci is this evil man. Yeah, who's when did this happen? Got a following. <laughs> when did this happen? When did the world get so nutty? I'm telling you, it's Trump. They, Boy, they... I can't wait for Fauci to go on tour so I can go to his concert. Good Lord. Yeah, they suck up to Fauci and don't like normal people who don't take the vaccine. Yeah, what we, are they you ought to listen to about? normal people and not take the vaccine. <laughs> Forget <laughs> listening to a doctor. I don't know who Vince Colonnese is. And I mean, what kind of nutty shit are these people into? Did you see these four radio conservatives who, you know, all died from COVID? And then well, we talked about bed. it last week. That's why yeah. I know about it. Yeah. I think it's the only way they can get ratings is to be out nutty each other. Try to, like, I mean, they got to die for it. <laughs> why can't a conservative say, just take the vaccine, you assholes? And then the personal attack, it's like, 
Howard Stern is supposedly a comedian and and Jimmy Kimmel is supposedly a comedian. What are you talking about? But they want black people to die and yeah. go away forever. Gee. I guess I'm not okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love how black people get nullified and just talked about. By the way, I don't even think anything about what they were saying is correct. I believe we looked up the stats. Uh-huh. I think it was. Yeah, because I don't know where the PhD stat would come from. I don't know what that's about. Who even knows what he's talking <laughs> about? They make up shit left and right. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore what the facts are. It's 88%, I think, of Democrats. They did some sort of survey, are vaccinated, and 55% of Republicans, something like that. Mm-hmm. That would even so, be a majority of the Republican group. Yeah. Alex Jones went on a rant about me, you know. I don't oh, even know boy. how you hear his show anymore, but he called me a Nazi. You know, he, he plays <laughs> it up big time. He was on a mad roll about this. When Arnold Schwarzenegger, a husk of a man, comes out and says, F your freedom. And Howard Stern says, F your freedom. I'm right. going to say we're glad. Howard Stern said he's glad people that were unvaccinated have died. Well, it was the vaccinated created the Delta variant, which gets them sick and kills people that aren't inoculated. That's real science, <laughs> you old man, Howard Stern. You oh. old man. <laughs> what did he just say? Wait a minute. I got to hear that back. He's saying that people who are vaccinated are causing the Delta variant. And that. Uh, it's killing he, them. Well, he thinks that because we're vaccinated, the COVID has to get smarter and outsmart us with Delta variant. But that's not the case. That's not the science. The science is there's so many unvaccinated that this thing is mutating all over the place. But it doesn't matter. It's like you're on whatever. He's not even on the radio. I don't know what. Yeah, I couldn't even understand that. It made so little sense. If you talk loud and fast, people, there there is a segment. Yeah. (laughs) Funny. I mean, it is funny. And then he makes up a whole bunch of other shit, too. Posing like you're some young rock star with your bozo the clown hair. You're a disgrace. <laughs> you're as close to a Nazi this country's seen. Good. And so is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who does actually admire Hitler. What a disgusting person. Howard Stern's against the First Amendment. Oh, you know, he can spew all his filth and be for it when he does it, but nobody else gets it. So jealous. I imagine these other broadcasters like Vince Colonnais and Alex Jones, all of them, they must be so jealous of me. I'm so fucking successful. And they're just kind of not. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel the jealousy. That's why I don't leave my house. Yeah, no matter what they do, they can't get an audience. It's a weird concept for me to have anybody jealous of me. I've spent, you know, my younger years, nobody noticed me. And you were jealous of everyone else. Like the football player who got the girl and all those cool kids in high school who were going to parties. (laughs) The tables have turned. And I think also they get jealous. I make a comment, really a a, a mundane comment that everyone should take the vaccine, essentially, and it gets national attention. And uh, Alex Jones makes a statement, and the only way you hear it is on my show. Right, I don't right. play Nobody it. took up the Nazi headline. No, <laughs> if tr- if, the Nazi. <laughs> yeah, right. If, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it make a sound? Is that, that's his career. I mean, no Thank offense. Goodness, we pay attention to you, Alex. The other thing is, too, if I called him right now and said, come on the show, he'd be on in three seconds. Absolutely. Yeah. Arr. 
Don't isn't forget he the guy the growl. who who bullied the Sandy Hook families? I'd I'd keep quiet yes. if I were you. Whatever happened to that? There, you said it. There is no shame. He's not ashamed that no. did that. He's still talking. What was it that the Sandy Hook families were actors and yeah, the really... kids were actors, the families were actors. It was <laughs> and all made up. And he's opening his mouth about the vaccine, but all right. Then he goes into a long rant. I don't know if you want to hear it about how when he was on our show, they did a survey. We did a survey. And it turns out he was the most popular guest ever on our show, which is funny. <laughs> I mean, but we don't what say. What was that? I don't know how you would even know. <laughs> Who is this bad surveyor? I don't know. And then he attacked you, called you ugly, called you oh. all kinds of. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, she wouldn't fuck you. So what? I'm ugly. What a kind of an argument is that? That's the argument. You're 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 ugly. I guess I I'm, shouldn't exist. <laughs> right? Because he's so handsome. He's Prince Charming. <laughs> he's gorgeous, and only yeah. gorgeous people get to get on TV or radio. If only you could fuck Alex Jones, Robin. But you're not good looking enough. Oh, Sorry. I'm dying inside. Yeah. <laughs> And then also my appearance is evidently very distasteful and <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm ugly. You're, you're ugly, but I'm uglier than you. <laughs> Let me open this door and see who it is. Oh, my God. Look who it is. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Prisonplanet.tv. Now, first and foremost of the many things I'd like to correct this morning because you're spewing filth, garbage, misinformation. I would like to apologize to Robin, first and foremost. I think I took it a little too far with my comments about you, and I will say I don't feel that way about you. I only feel that you are just a globalist enemy of humanity, baby Nazi scum. <laughs> you want to support evil? You want to support Agenda 2030, the corporate planet takeover? Well, F you, and F you, Howard Stern, and F Jimmy Kimmel, Klaus Schwab, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and your Lord Fauci. May you all rot in hell. Why are you so angry about the, the, the fucking vaccine? I mean, just take it. Tell your listeners, if you have any, tell, tell them the take it and, uh, and 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 save their lives for god's sakes what's wrong with you i mean come right, on put on a muzzle just like worship lord fauci wear a muzzle like hannibal lecter well howard i didn't think you'd become a damn nazi did you howard do you ever well, think that <laughs> do you ever think you'd be worshiping the mangala eugenicism huh I, I, think you, I think you guys are the Nazis telling people they can't get abortions and telling people what they have to do in terms of uh, getting married i don't know it sounds to me like you're the nazi Right, that's very, very Nazi of me that I, uh, I don't want to abort Texans and have a world government run by the U.N. and the corporations. I rebuke you, you monster, and I tell you, you will see the power of God. Jesus will bring judgment when is on that you gonna happen, all Alex? you monsters. <laughs> when is uh, that going to happen? Because I'm tired of waiting. Did you, you have a relaxing right summer? I pray for you in the name <laughs> of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, hundred out of Schwarzenegger, deliver the judgment of Jesus. 
What, what did you start a church? What, first of all, I have a question for you. Why can you sell those products of yours, but vaccines are bad? I mean, come With on. With no FDA f- approval. Come on. Not only the pro- And by the way, I need to tell all patriots out there, not only is the vaccine bad, but ivermectin horse dewormer is bad, too. You shouldn't be taking that whatsoever. Really? If you want to cure COVID, you need Ultramectin X2. It's the finest dewormer supplement on the market right now. It was designed for squirrels, but it works great on humans. You got high octane herbs. You got tea tree oil, manure, vitamin I. Cures COVID, boosts your natural defenses. Also works as a uh, rabies medication for sheep. Get it half off at Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Anyway, you said some very vicious... Give it to your sheep. Give it to your squirrels. (laughs) You know, you. uh, I got to tell you something. If it's good enough for your squirrels, it's good enough for me. Send me over three (laughs) cases of that shit, and I want to take it. But you know, you know, you don't have to attack people personally just because you disagree with me. Yeah, what kind of an argument is that? Yeah, right. You can't uh, do that. Okay. I do not want the metallic vaccine. I don't want to become a human magnet. I don't want to suck in the 5G. So you say taking it personally. I say, I don't want this inside of me. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a knock at the door here. Let me see who's at my door. Oh, look. It's Fun George Soros. What are you up to, Fun George? (laughs) Soros is quenching his thirst for human blood. (laughs) Bill Gates, bring me my baby feast. Wow, an entire baby feast. That's been, well, fun, George. Uh, you know, you just bring your bell and get a baby feast. Listen, go eat before your babies get cold, fun, George. Thank you very Hail much. Hail, Soros. All right, enough out of you. All right, well, your show is is entertaining as hell. I always say that because I see George Soros stops by and babies. Yeah, people babies. you don't see everywhere else. All right. <laughs> The message right. is getting out there. By the way, speaking of Soros, I should read some of the Info Warrior feedback we have. The Patriots loved our summer programming at InfoWars here. Alex, George Soros' new show, Baby Eating Energy, was amazing. Your team continues to expose the globalist pedophilic minions, and that's why you are the greatest. We love that. A lot of people wow. also loved Devil Lizard and Who Knows. Alex, that show was great. Gates, Hillary, and Bezos are conspiracy gold. Why won't Bezos just admit he's a Chicom-funded MK Ultra crisis actor? It's so obvious. Well, listen, Bezos says he's a Satanist. I believe Bezos. I'm just going to go with that, okay? Infowars.com. Uh, well, it sounds like you're thriving over there. Your uh, shows, all the various shows you're doing, your audience seems to be loving it. And uh, did you have a relaxing summer? I would imagine uh, you sound kind of hopped up. It doesn't sound like you had any downtime. You know, we needed time. Me and my guys needed some time to recharge. So we did our usual seven days a week, but we were also, we skipped one Sunday emergency broadcast because let's got to get some recharge time with the guys. But we did have so much planned. The fall is going to be so good. And I must say, I must make an announcement here that we will be doing a special afternoon show next Thursday with Eric Clapton, who will be joining us. And he'll be performing his hit anti-vax single, This Has Gotta Stop. And it's just a fabulous song. We're we're very excited. There are a few people I'd move uh, the Infowars.com show for, but 
Clapton denounced the pedophiles, and it's a no-brainer. All right, well, there you go. There he is. InfoWars, uh, Alex Jones, uh, stopping by our show to give his point of view. He says, uh, you know, he wants his freedom. He wants his freedom. No one's going to tell him to to take them. Good luck to you. InfoWars.com. There he goes. Tomorrow's news today. You know, in all seriousness, I really do hate being part of the theater of this. Um, I know, like, I've built a career on, you know, being outrageous, saying my mind, you know, speaking my mind. But I really hate the fact that this vaccine is not embraced by everyone and that we, these idiots are just like they're, they're we're sitting here frustrated. We're putting them on the news. They're on the radio. They're on TV. They tell, I mean, and it's like it's like you, you feel like you live in the bizarro country. I don't know and, how this and all happens. And you're right. I hate hearing commentators say, well, how do you change their minds? You know, they get somebody. <laughs> them. How do you change their minds? They're sheep. You got to just round them up and put the vaccine in them. That's what we do to sheep. We don't ask the sheep. How did you this want become political? Like, they can't see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how it became political. There's some sort of mental illness in this country that's spreading rapidly. It's like the It's like the joker sprayed uh half the country with nutty juice and <laughs> the they're cartoons all are coming true <laughs> yeah so what would you do you you invent a, a vaccine and you give all the jokers uh the vaccine who cares what they want you tell them you're fired if you don't take it yeah your kids can't go to school if you don't take it you don't um it, you want to you want to get on a plane you got to take it and that's it and I don't know where these fucking nutjob politicians are who are backing all this. They should be behind like, yeah, we're going to tell our nutty fans to, um, to, to, to take the vaccine. No, they know the fans are so crazy that uh, they will lose them and they don't want to lose their seat. Stupid asshole. Just ran this is a time. crowd that is, you know, like Trump thinks he's in control of this crowd. He's not in control of this crowd at all. Yeah, and I they know. would they turn on him. him in a second. That would be great. If he said the wrong thing, yeah. Be great. Like, he, like they're at some rally and they're like, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And they'll get all worked up. Then all of a sudden, like, Trump says something stupid and they gotta go, hang Trump. And then they just get a rope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, you got to be careful with that crowd. It's like owning a pit bull, you know. That's right. You got to make sure you, you got to make sure the crowd doesn't turn on you. <laughs> uh well, anyway, you know, there was the always I'll never forget. There was a group of people who who were on AGT at the time. And what they did as a talent was all get like 10 people in a bus with no seat belts and run into a wall. <laughs> yeah, those guys. <laughs> I remember those guys. I had to I had to stay up late one night and watch them film because we needed an evening shoot. And those are the people we're talking to. Those are the people who are all about freedom. They have the freedom to run into walls or drive off a cliff or, you know, whatever they do. That's their freedom. That's when they know they're free. That's the perfect analogy. Yeah, these guys got in a bus and they drive right into a wall with no (laughs) (laughs) seatbelt. That's who we're letting dominate our health. 
Uh, oh, there's Jeff Jarvis. All right, I'll take a couple of calls. People are all charged up. Hey, Jeff, what up? Howard, I'm so glad you're back to call the idiots the fucking idiots they are. Thank you very much. I want to talk for a second about what you started all this. They're idiots. Yep. But but they get they get equal time on media. That's what you're at the beginning of your rant. You you, you blamed regular mainstream media and you're right. They're so idiotic they think we got people who are in favor of the vaccine, we gotta have some people who are against it. And thus we give them airtime and we right. give them attention they don't deserve. Yeah, and by the way, what's I, with these uh, mainstream media types who are so worried about their image? Like, uh, we want to, we we just want to appear impartial. It's we don't have time for that either. Stop with that. Objectivity is bullshit. There's no such thing. We're human That's beings. Right. We have Thank opinions. You. And when it comes to science, for God's sakes, don't be objective about about anti-science people. The objective truth is they're idiots, and they're putting us all in danger. My 95-year-old father is in a complex like, like your folks are, and half the staff is unvaccinated, and he got COVID breakthrough. I'm enraged at these people. It's time to shun them. We've enough time yeah. to control them. It's over. They're dipshits. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's right. Thanks. There you go. Yeah. Shame these fuckers. Yeah, like, the fact like, that they're putting other people in danger uh, doesn't compute. They just don't get shame. it. Yeah, like when you were in school and, you know, there were a couple of morons in your class. You know what I mean? They were like bullies, but big, stupid freaks. You know, they got the, you know, the school would eventually move them to a class of freaks. You know what I mean? Yeah, where they they never changed class. Yeah. Sat there all day. (laughs) Yeah, right. While you were (laughs) switching from English to science, they sat with the same teacher. I remember in my school was Mrs. Adams' class. If you were in Mrs. Adams' class, you were fucked up. It was you like were... being sent <laughs> to the dungeon. <laughs> Mrs. Adams was a very, very strong woman who had the patience of a saint. I remember her. And she, she they closed that door. It was like prison. Yeah. And you don't even know what happened to half those kids. By when the end of the year. they closed that door, you didn't see them until it was time to leave school. That's right. They knew. <laughs> These so. kids cannot be let out. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of douchebags that have been empowered by social media. They all found each other, and now they're, like like Jeff says, they, they get on TV because the media loves to put anti-vaxxers on TV. They want to have a balanced point of view. It's like, fuck, fuck balance. We're in a crisis right now. We don't have time for you. We don't have time for you. We just don't. We're running out of time before this move variant and all this other bullshit. Frank, hey, man, what's up? Hey, Howard. Thanks for being a voice of reason. My kids are going to school in New Jersey. And last year they were full in person, windows open, masks on, no outbreaks whatsoever. And this year they're doing masks again, windows open, same thing. And I had to go to a board of ed meeting. They got idiots up there speaking, saying we got to unmask our children. Masks cause bacterial infections. (laughs) And three quarters of the room is cheering, standing ovations to these people. Yeah, I know in Pennsylvania, which you think, I always think of Pennsylvania as being normal. But evidently it's not. Philadelphia is what you're thinking. (laughs) Yeah, like most of Pennsylvania is filled with idiots. I mean, it's really frightening. A friend of mine uh, has, has their kids in school there. They had a school board meeting and, and most, not most, but a big 
percentage of the audience started booing a doctor who came to speak to them about what's going on in the hospitals. And they, they were booing him like he was there to, he, I don't even know what they thought. He, he was, was telling doing. them that, you know, Lies. witches or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like what? Like, like this and guy what? went to seven years of school to, to go and hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a highly trained doctor who's going in every day and watching people die. He came to say, I think your children should wear masks and, and you guys should be vaccinated. So you don't, you know, so we stop the spread of this thing. <clears throat> Instead of listening to him, they all stood up and go, we know where you live. They started chanting, we know, where, which means we're going to kill you if you stay here. We're going to intimidate the fuck out of you, Mr. Science. Because we and don't want to hear the you making sense. If I was that doctor, I'd move to a normal place like New York, practice here, fuck those people. Let them all sit there without a good... Let, it'll be like, you know... Well, when, that's what I said. They should be free of medicine. They don't yeah, want it. Yeah. You know when you got to travel 3,000 miles for a doctor because you live in some fucking hick town? It's like, yeah. yeah go to a... Go to a you, you, you find a, a witch doctor. <laughs> but they find, would. They would go to a healer. Yeah. You know, at their church. Yeah. You know, this guy who goes... And they don't say to him... We know where you live. No. They know where he lives. No one wants to visit him. They <laughs> <laughs> imagine saying to a doctor, guy, yep. this guy doesn't first of all, this guy's probably pulling down two fifty, three hundred grand a year. He doesn't need to sit here and get his life threatened. Like, you know what? I would have been like, Okay guys, you're right. Bye. By the way, my practice moving to New York. Good luck. <laughs> We're gonna leave you here with a mucka lucka high mucka hiney ho. We got That's uh, right. some guy lose my number. Yeah. I wouldn't even practice. And people in rural areas go, oh, why don't we have any good doctors? No one wants to practice here. Because you guys are a bunch of fucking morons. No one wants to be around you. You're not going to listen anyway. That's why. Yeah. And you're going to threaten my life because I, I'm trying to save your life. Who has time for you? Life's too short. I want to just enjoy my life. Went to medical school. Had to fucking take out loans. Eight years interning getting up in the middle of the night now i gotta face you fuckers because you're idiots and you and, and you probably haven't even graduated high school let and jesus you know cure let jesus cure your diabetes good luck at one time people listened to him so it must be a shock yeah when you yeah. go to a community center to tell people what they need to do and they start threatening your life yeah, it must be mind-blowing, too. Like, you know, you got to medical school. This guy probably went to, like, you know, Brandeis or something. And Who knows? The medical knows? schools here are all good. Yeah, you know, these guys, this guy's probably valedictorian of high school and, you know, all it this It takes shit. a lot to get in. They go after, you know, they go through four years of, of rigorous study, and then they have to take a test just to qualify to get into medical Then the guy, the guy sitting at home and he says to his wife, you know, it's unbelievable. The school board wants me to come down and talk about medicine. You know what? Maybe I'll go. It gives me a chance to spread my wings and kind of, you know, be the expert and I'll help people. I mean, I'll go do it. He goes down and it's a room full of screaming morons yelling, we know where you live. And, and then you just go home and go, you know what? He's getting I hate these burned people. On his front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Like he's a well, witch. You know, he thinks he's going to a regular place with people who can be talked to. And then he discovers, wait a minute, where am I? Is this the mental hospital or did I go <laughs> to the school board meeting? You know, and he's like a doctor. He's used to maybe getting the best table at a restaurant. 
Now he gets yelled at for being a doctor. He's probably like, wait a second, what happened? What did I do? Yeah, when Dr. Fauci says, oh, I'm used to it now. Sorry, what did you say, Frank? I say, you know what, with these anti-maskers, I say, you know what, next time you have surgery, insist that the doctor doesn't wear a mask. Yeah, and don't wash you your, your hands, your please. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, yes. don't take my case seriously because uh, we don't believe in masks. Anyway, it's so it's just it's comical. It's comical. Because then they started well, screaming, right? That power. masks don't work. I think they work. Why do you think they were masking up the whole because, time they were doing surgery? And you know how I know masks work? Because Doctor Fauci told me so, and I I like that guy. He cares if I live or die. Sorry. Such a bright man. Every time I hear him speak, he's like he's dealing with Rand Paul, who I think I think I think he was sprayed by the Joker gas. I think the Joker <laughs> came to life and sprayed Rand Paul in the face. <laughs> like you hear this guy and he's yelling at Fauci and it's like, dude, what are you doing? What are you you're a United States senator and people are dying? What was the stat on kids? Um Nearly 30,000 kids were admitted into hospitals with COVID in August alone. Mm. This guy's up there arguing with Dr. Fauci. You know what I think happened to Rand Paul? Remember a couple of years ago, Rand Paul was mowing his lawn and his neighbor was pissed off at him, came out and, and jumped him from behind. He actually like sucker punched him and threw him down on the ground. Yeah. I think, I think Rand Paul's uh, brain was altered. Uh, well, he, it seems he, that there might have been a problem before that because the neighbor was attacking him like that. <laughs> I don't know if it was the attack or there wasn't if there wasn't something wrong all the all the time. Hey, by the way, I you know I don't have any fans are up listening now from California. It's kind of early there, but um, we will we play this later. They they're having this uh, recall vote. Don't 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 fall for that scam. By the way. Uh, you make sure your governor, Governor Newsom, stays in. The guy's doing a pretty damn good job. but uh, Make they, sure they you this, vote. Yeah, they have this wacky thing now, recall vote. I mean, they've had it for a while in California, which I get why they had but it. But it, it was never got, like, used to get exercised before. Now it's like a thing. Yeah, well, most of the governors out there have to go through it once. But they're, they're saying this one guy who might actually win is a radio talk show host, an African-American conservative. Larry who, Elder is his Larry name. Elder, yeah, he... I've never heard him on again. I I must be out of touch, man. I haven't heard any of these guys. I don't know who's listening to him, but evidently, I I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but I think he believes that if anyone deserves reparations, it's the slave owners because they lost property when they freed the slaves. Yeah, the slaves. <laughs> that was the property, Larry. <laughs> But Nobody I don't know that he actually that believes that. This is what people. This is what sure. people told me. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to attribute it to him because it sounds really. That sounds really out there. But, uh, uh, but I think he's also been accused of, of you know, making up his own science. Let's put it that way. Well, I told you people have their he was own. Attacked science. the other day. What's that? He was attacked the other day. Someone, I think it was a woman in a gorilla mask, came up and slapped him. And now the big deal is, uh, if you don't publicly condemn that, then you're supportive of the woman who, who did it. So well, I condemn anybody getting smacked. Condemn. Yeah. I mean, I don't want well, to see anybody. Well, that's what's wrong. We are now, instead of uh, debating people, we want to hurt them and make them be quiet. It's all strange. 
Because these are the very people who will tell you they're for the First Amendment. All right, Frankie boy, I got to go. All right, Howard. Thanks for being a voice of reason. Thanks, Robin. Cool. Well, we'll take one more on this. T- one more call on this topic. Uh, hey, Jennifer. Hi. How you doing, Howard? Uh, it's just Jennifer. Yes, this is Jennifer. I've called before. You think I sound like a man, but that's not the issue. Oh, right I now. remember you. I want to tell you. you remember Jennifer, me? Were you, yeah. Are you uh, transitioning? <laughs> are you uh, trans translexual? Uh, I'm gorgeous. Uh, no, I'm 5'9", uh, 38-day. Uh, I weigh about 160 pounds. I'm looking all good, Howard. But here's you know, it's is. weird, Jennifer. Like, I'm thinking, you. like, if let's say Jennifer's super hot, as she explains she is, she's got the big titties and the whole thing. I'll send you and, a picture right and now. Let's, I'll send so you a send picture me a picture. Right All right. And, I, and I'd be like, okay. you know, and then I'm, I'm lucky enough to meet her, and she says, Howard, I'm attracted to you. She takes me home. We're banging the whole shit. She's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh man, you're you're doing it, man. Never. I don't Good know. Hard, never. Never. <laughs> Give it to me, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would never happen. But I have to tell you, I'm sitting here and I'm losing my fucking mind because you are. First off, all these little cocksuckers don't they have don't have close to the listeners you have, and that's the issue. You have all these people listening to you, and you are speaking the truth. First off, the fact that they would attack death. You call you a Nazi, a racist. You work with Robin for how many years? They're fucking. Well, idiots, that doesn't mean okay? anything. Lots and of I white have... people work for work with black people, and they're racist. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. But then the Nazi shit, like what your parents went through, and all. It's like I'm getting so aggravated by it. The only thing that makes me feel good is the fact that you have so many people to listen to. All these little pansies don't even have clothes. To the amount of people listening to you every day. And that's the threat to them. It's Jennifer. You have so many people. Yeah. Jennifer, Stacy's on the phone. She she agrees yeah. with you. Yes, Stacy. Hey, Howard. How are you doing, Stacy? Oh, yeah. Are you Go a ahead, woman? I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm fucking hot. I got big boobs. I got a big, dainty clit. I'm about 6'5, 248. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I got the prettiest little pussy you've ever seen in your life. I got to tell really? you. Really? Uh, All right. Bleach so my asshole. I mean, I love it. And you're a fan <laughs> of Jennifer? Jennifer, Stacy says uh, she is a fan of yours. She loves your voice. So it was very nice to <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. I was so aggravated. Now I'm laughing. I was so <laughs> aggravated listening to this. Now I'm laughing. Stacey, what are you wearing, Jennifer? I'm, um, I'm wearing a dildo. <laughs> Just you want a scissor? I am a very beautiful woman. Just because I have a deep voice, don't judge me. <laughs> oh, I'm not judging. <laughs> this, this is serious, okay? Because I really believe, like, like when uh, are, you, are we done all laughing at my voice now? Because this is serious. Because right. without Howard and those little TMZ, that little dick with his fucking short blonde hair, oh, he wants to go play chess. No. He actually researches and knows what the fuck he's talking about. And these other idiots have no clue. 
They want to get out there and say shit about you. You know, I watched on TMZ. I was so pissed. I, I was, like, ready to go nuts. That's why I called. I'm with you. I'm with you totally. <laughs> Fuck TMZ. <laughs> I don't know. Who is this? That's all he's You go, girl. Okay, Stacey. Stacey, fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, now I'm going to have to like, talk to someone and send Howard a picture of me. Stacey, Tomorrow, let me figure out who's hotter right now. Stacey, what color hair do you have? I got blonde hair, Howard. Okay. Jennifer, what color hair do you have? I have blonde hair, like pretty much almost down to my ass. I told you, I'm 5'9". I live in Florida. I'm golden tan. Um, I work out. I'm in very good shape. I have a beautiful breast. At least my husband thinks so. You know, Stacey, I'm doing do you okay. have beautiful I'm breasts? Very... <laughs> I got double D's, Howard. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. I have a, I have a washboard I have a ass. I have a nice fat ass. I'm beautiful, Howard. I look all right. Great. Your, all right. Let's do this. Uh, Jennifer, in your sexiest voice, say, fuck me, Howard. Fuck me hard. Go ahead. Fuck me, Howard. Fuck me right now. Fuck me so hard. All right, Stacy. Now you talk. try it. Oh, fuck me, Howard. Howard, come here. Fuck me. Get me. I want you. I want you, Howard. Fuck <laughs> wow. me. Oh my god. Get over here, Howard. Really fuck me. <laughs> On our phone right now Do with really Jennifer and Stacy, um, here is Cindy who says, "Let's stop making fun of Jennifer's voice." Yes, Cindy, go ahead. You know, Howard, I like a joke as much as the next guy, but this is ridiculous. I mean, leave this woman alone. She has a beautiful voice. She's very feminine. I, I really don't like this, okay? You are a girl? <laughs> Sorry, Howard. What was that? <laughs> I said, are you a girl? Oh, am I a girl? Uh, duh. My name is Cindy. I'm all woman. It's ridiculous. Right. How big are your breasts? Yeah. Uh, I got 55 double G. I have beautiful long red hair that goes down to my twat. Yes, the carpet does match the drapes. Ha, 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 ha. And would you mind uh, in your sexiest woman voice saying, Howard, I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, hot for you. Go ahead. Uh, if I must, here we go. Howard, I'm so hot for you. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Well, Jennifer, uh, I apologize to you. Uh, Cindy says, "Stop making fun of your voice," and I uh, and I didn't mean to uh, upset you. Yeah, come on, Howard. You know what, Howard? I'm so you know I feel so good about myself. I try people try to pick me up all the time. I feel so good about myself. That doesn't bother me at all. Good. Okay. You're a it's wonderful just a, lady. We're just I a think bunch it's of hot. I love you. <laughs> You're all hot. That's what counts. Yes. I look like Jessica Chastain with an Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, girls. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Yes, Jennifer, please uh, make your statement. Howard, I really mean this from the bottom of my heart, okay? Yeah. You are the voice of reason, and thank it's you. very important. You know, I'm so sorry that those assholes have done that to you and said that shit. Thank I know you, you don't care. But no, I'm somewhere I in your little heart, in your big heart, it's got to bother you when they start fucking with Beth and, you know, saying Nazi shit with, you know, with, with, with your mom and your family and all that. All I right. am so proud that I'm a listener of yours. And I'm going to get a little emotional because I know how seriously you take this. And people don't. And 
it's so upsetting to me that people would come at you like that when you are the only one that really researches shit. These idiots get on there. They don't even know what the hell, what the hell they're talking about. Those dummies on TMZ, they're fucking idiots. They go home to a one-room apartment and play with themselves all night. They don't know what they're talking about, laughing about the chess and all that shit. So stupid. Okay? The fact that you have, how many listeners do you have now? I'm just curious. How many listeners listen to you every fucking day? It used to be like 33 million. What does it matter? Listen, I'm, I'm not going to brag, but I, but but I hear you, brother. I, I mean, uh, oh man, I hear what? you. I, he- I mean, I hear Jennifer. you, sister. <laughs> Jennifer, I hear you. Right. You are so sweet. Jennifer, you're gorgeous. You thank you for saying that. Stacy, do you want to make a final statement? No, I, I actually have to go, Howard. I got to go drink a Bud Light and take a Mazda shit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> too much later. information, Stacey. Thank you, Stacey. Oh, my you're God, Stacey. You're a doll. All right. Jennifer, you're a good now? sport. I, thank you for saying that, but um, I'll be fine. Listen, thank you, Jennifer. I mean this. I mean this. I want to say this, and then I'll let you go. You've got to keep saying what you're saying because you have so many more people listening to you than all these other assholes, okay? And you speak the truth. Yes. And like when you said, you know, at the hospitals, there should be lines. One line that goes one way, one line goes the other way. One line goes into the hospital. Have you been vaccinated? Yeah. You go into the hospital. The other one goes out to the fucking parking lot. Jennifer, okay? Jim is on the phone. He says he is in love with you. He loves your voice. Yes, Jim. Hey, Howard, this is Jim. I just want to say Jennifer's been hot, honestly. I'm loving it. I'm loving what you she think- has to say. Jennifer, you go, girl. Right. Uh, Jim, and you are uh, you were born a man. Yeah, yeah, I look like Brad Pitt, kind of with George Clooney, like that mixed together. Wow! And you have a big and you have a big penis. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm packing like nine inches, ten inches if I'm really excited, you know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, what a cute laugh, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Jim, has anyone ever told you have yeah, a cute laugh? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the girls love it. Jennifer, you like my laugh, sweetie? <laughs> I love, I love your laugh, sweetie. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, let me take a drink sometimes, man. You sound great. No, and by the way, a lot of men find my voice attractive. You know, Absolutely. it doesn't sound good on the yeah. phone, but it can be rough. No, you so, sound very you know, attractive. Whatever. And Jim, you, you, you have an attractive voice, too. Thank you. You know, I have a huge, huge boner right now listening to Jennifer. It's a rock hard, <laughs> honestly. Wow. She's super hot. Love it. All right. Well, she's married, so you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jim, and thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate both of you very much. All right, Jim, Howard, thank you. Keep speaking your truth because we need it. We need right. you. Thank you. We need you to speak your truth. Thank you, Shut Jennifer. Up. You're the man. You're the man. I'm the woman. I know. All right, I'm baby. Joking. You take send care. Send me that God picture, honey. You and you're amazing. I don't know send where me- to send it. Where can she send her pictures? Send hey, on the we phone. Got Let them. Yeah, you got what? Mark's right, gonna I'll, tell. Mark will tell her where to send. All right, I'll put you on okay. hold, and then I'm gonna look you over. Howard, Howard, when, I, when you put me on hold and you see my picture, then you're gonna owe me an apology tomorrow. I don't. Damn right, I am. Like damn describing. right. You wouldn't be the first person Stay I had tuned. to apologize. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Wait for that apology. <laughs> yes, Michelle, you're on in California. Hey now. First time, long, first time, long time, first time, you know. Um, I wanted to tell you that I'm calling about Gavin Newsom. I think he's amazing. I don't understand what is wrong with people. Um, I'm from Long Island. I grew up there, um, not too far from where you did, but I live in California. I've been here 18 years. 
And I think that I'm taking crazy pills because this world is going insane. Well, out in California, you have a, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole history of this uh, recall, re- recall vote. It's it's cuckoo stuff, but uh, you you need very few people to sign a petition and then you can get to vote for a new governor. It's just like it's like Nuttyville out there. But uh, yeah, we've changed our mind. It's worthless. It's worthless. It's worthless. It costs people money. Uh, but right. Gavin Newsom is, uh, from what I've read, is a very uh, reasonable guy, good governor. You know, it's a tough state to run. And yeah. Yeah. And as far gonna... as politicians go, he's actually not that corrupt and uh, is doing a great job. I'm totally behind him and I'm not going to, I'm voting no against the recall. I have my ballot in my hand and, you know, it's going in the mail today. I Good. I refuse to pander to these morons. It's ridiculous. All right, Michelle. Thanks. Thank uh, listen, you. I don't want to, I don't want to spend all day on politics. You know, it's already 817. We've been doing this for really? an hour and a half. Oh my. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to change up the show right now because everybody knows, look, everyone knows, uh, what I'm saying makes sense. I assume, but if you don't, it's it, fine. I mean, it, there is a guy on the phone who claims he's not vaccinated. You want to let him have his point of view, but it, oh, it, really? just take it with a grain of salt. It's ridiculous. I can. Hey, Howard, how you doing? Okay, pal. All right, listen, I'm I'm not vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've taken every vaccine, no questions asked. <clears throat> to me, this is different. Uh, I'm 42 years old. I'm in great shape. Non-smoker, non-drinker. I eat healthy. Okay, that's my point of view. That's my choice. That's why I'm not vaccinated. No. You want to know yeah, why? But what about what about vaccine? the children? What about what about your fellow man? What are you doing, Ken? It's been it, the, the thing has been approved by the yeah, but, in the same Howard, way that the polio vaccine has been approved. We've yeah, all but, taken it. Nobody's had a problem with it. Stop it, Ken. Just go get vaccinated. We don't yeah, have but, time for you. Va- Howard, Ken. please let, let's hear me out. Hear me out. Ken, you got to leave the country. Just the people, the people else. that were first in line were the vulnerable. The smokers, right. the elderly, people with underlying conditions. They all had the chance to get their vaccine. Okay. They're protected. It's not good enough. So now, who, we got we, we to gotta have every... Who... Ken, do you really not who understand the concept? By not getting vaccinated. You, first of all, when you do get COVID and you do go to the hospital, let's assume you you aren't as in great shape as, you know, everyone thinks your body... I where, love that. Me, I have no conditions. All right. I'm going to explain to you. How about this analogy? We're in a war. We're literally in a war against this virus. And as much as you think you're ready for the war, I'm going to tell you the truth, because I've spoken to enough medical professionals. Our bodies are not equipped to deal with what's coming down with this COVID. It's getting worse and worse for a bunch of reasons. Primarily, people like you will not get vaccinated. So who are you hurting? You're helping to spread it. You're also potentially going to, when you do get it, take up a hospital bed so that if somebody's having a heart attack or needs some kind of procedure, our hospitals will be clogged with people like you. So you t- you do it, as Bill Maher said, you take one for the team, you get your vaccine. Imagine if, if this was polio and there were people like you around. What do I care? 
The reason we eradicated polio is because everyone took the vaccine. There was nothing like you out there. Right. People like you but Howard, would have been I, I'm shamed. I'm not sure about the polio vaccine, but okay, I can't. Ken, that's as bad. I don't want to. Uh, you do whatever you do. Whatever you have to do. Pol- All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Of course, you're you're continuing to spread it. He, who am I affecting? He doesn't get it. That's why polio. Well, that's what I said. That's why... They don't get that they're dangerous to others. Yeah. For a we number need... of reasons, including the fact that we'll never reach herd immunity. Only way this is going to work. Only way this is going to work is if we all get it. We all have to get the vaccine. We got to be in this together. This is a no brainer. This is what we were waiting for. We we're waiting for a miracle. We got it. Science came we up. We may with have a already passed the point where we won't have COVID. We might have to take vaccines every year. All right. I got to get avoid off this. It. I got to get off that. I can't deal. I can't deal with the idiots. Oh, Ken from the future is on the phone. The same guy was just <laughs> talking to him. This is him in the future. Hi, Ken. Hey, Howard, it's Ken from the future. I'm uh, listening to a replay right now. I, I can't believe how fucking dumb I sound here. Sounds like you're in a hospital. Yeah, but I, I still have my freedom at least. But, man, is it too late to get the vaccine at this point or no? Yeah, but yeah probably too late. That's it. Once you get it. They, so, so what are the doctors saying? Are you going to live or are you going to die? Uh, they're giving me some horse pace, but it's definitely not looking good. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, we lost Ken. All right. Okay, Ken. Bye. Jesus. I saw one, um, you know, last story. Saw one woman on TV whose teenage daughter came down with COVID and had to be hospitalized and was on a ventilator. And she was crying outside her hospital room or the hospital saying, I should have made better decisions. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should. How do you, I mean, you, you just shake your head in disbelief. You can't, you know. Yeah. We got a bunch of dummies who are who are fucking up the whole country for us. We could have been done with this thing. I'm tired of it. Jesus. Texas is like. Didn't we have to fight or something to get Texas to be part of the United States? Yes, that was a bad idea. <laughs> bad idea? Who do you give it back to? Mexico doesn't want it. <laughs> Mexico won't take it? Did they become Mexicans? You can push them out of our country? What's going on down there? <laughs> I mean, we're the crazy the governor down there. I mean, what the hell happened? Uh, hey, Eric, what's up, pal? How you doing? Hey now, hey now, good. Uh, I, I appreciate hey you talking about this. My girlfriend's a, a doctor down here in Texas and uh, in Houston, and she's always telling me about these stories, and it's heartbreaking. When recently, a couple of weeks ago, there was this uh, anti-masker, anti-vax leader, thirty-year-old guy. Um, he ended up he has uh, three kids, and one on the way ended up dying of COVID. He was in the ICU for three weeks in the beds down here, and then meanwhile, there's this uh, Army veteran, uh, Daniel Wilkinson. He was a Purple Heart recipient. They couldn't get him an ICU bed. He had a gallstone uh, condition. I think it was gallstone pancreatitis. It was a very treatable condition. It would have taken 30 minutes to treat it, and then he'd been out on his way and healthy, and he ended up dying in the uh, ER waiting for a bed. It's heartbreaking, you know? 
Yeah, he was a guy, a veteran, couldn't get him, couldn't get in a hospital. Could did and, two, two, uh, two tours in Afghanistan, and it's a gallbladder that that ends up killing him. Gallbladder. Yeah. I, I mean, you yeah. say gallbladder, but it's gallbladder. Gallbladder. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's cold, man. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just embarrassing that you know people are willing to just occupy these beds because they weren't, they weren't going to get the vaccine, and now they're going to clog up the system. And and then, you know, yeah, but, and there's but even, all you hell know, broke loose. Can't get all hell broke loose when I got on the air and I said, "Don't give these people a hospital bed." They they had their, they made their choice, and that's it. And then they go, "Oh, he's a horrible person." But fuck you. Well, you know, and you know what else too is, you know, she talks about people talk about you know you can't get elective procedures and all that. But she also tells me, you know, even like a brain tumor, there's there's people that can't get brain tumors operated on because that's considered elective. If it's not pressing and it's not going to kill you in X amount, you know, amount of days, maybe it's going to kill you in a year. But, you right. know, that's considered elective. So people have died. Well, everything's of, all screwed you know, up. Inoperable. Yeah. No, it's terrible. It really, it's the irony is it all could have, we, if we had all gotten vaccinated, that we wouldn't be having this discussion. But, you know, um, yeah, for sure. I, I think when they're all going to get vaccinated, hopefully it won't be too late, is when the insurance companies are finally going to be able to say, listen, we're jacking your rates because you're not vaccinated. I think or they we're have throwing to, you out. Well, yeah, we're yeah. not going to cover you anymore. Yeah, once it costs some money, they'll, you know, the idiots will do it. But uh, I just hope it's not Absolutely. too late. You should, yeah, they should pay a higher premium if you're, if you're not willing to do it. I mean, the same way as if someone's, you yeah, know, going to go ride a yeah. motorcycle and not wear a helmet. You should wear. You should pay more and, and a premium for that too. I mean, it's all relative. You can't be cut eating someone. But a lot of these uh, people don't expense. want health insurance until they need it, Howard. They don't do insurance. Well, yeah, they can't that's even true figure too. that out. Well, we'll see. All right, Eric. Thanks, pal. Yeah, but appreciate what you're doing, Howard. Really do. I'm just yakking. I'm not doing anything. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, the people who are actually doing something are the people who are treating these people in the hospital and begging them to get vaccines and mm. all kinds of things. There are a lot of people doing things. And another bunch making menace. <laughs> that guy said uh, his buddy there, the, the guy uh, died of a uh, gallbladder, but he said gallbladder. And I actually have girl And bladder. I was going to make fun and say, he, he it's, you know, it's gallbladder. That's another thing. <laughs> I actually have gallbladder. It's um, I pee every twenty minutes. <laughs> I used to like be like, why do women have to stop and go to the bathroom every fifteen minutes? Now I've turned into girl bladder. <laughs> hey Ralph. Hey now. Hey, I just want to say, you know, I don't know if you know the best thing on TV this summer is the videos of these people on their deathbed saying they wish they got the vaccine. I mean, just how fucking great. I mean, I know it's wrong, but how great is it just to watch these people just laying there like, I wish I got the vaccine. Well, I got the, uh, they got the tubes up the nose. They, they shove a yeah. microphone in. Everyone walks in in a plastic suit and they go, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> and it's like, you go, yeah. Know. Well, I you know, the sad thing is, that. Ralph, it doesn't change the dummies' minds. That yeah. happened to them. It won't happen to me. Is their logic. Yeah, because, well, well you heard that guy, Ken, he goes, well, I'm really healthy, man. I, I like I'm eat 40 well. and I'm healthy. Dude. Yeah, and the idiot doesn't understand that he could still be a carrier and, and it mutates. I mean, these fucking people. And he could also gone. still die. He doesn't understand any of it. All right. Thanks, yeah. Ralph. It's enough. He, he doesn't we, even we, understand we, that he can get it. Yeah. It, the, the virus doesn't care about your health. 
and how much you work out. What'd you say? And by the way, and by the way, people have always been this stupid. It's just now you're seeing the life and death consequences of these people connecting and then raising their voice. But yeah, all right, Rafi, I got to go. Thank you. Very depressing talking to Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> no, you broke the whole show down. <laughs> Uh, oh, here it is. This is that guy running for governor, the guy who's like the front runner, Larry Elder. Larry Elder? Elder? Yeah, this is the tape. Right behind them. By the way, when you mentioned that uh, the UK was ahead of us, they were. Do you know that the slave owners were compensated? After they lost their quote-unquote property, the government compensated slave owners. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so when people talk about reparations, do they really want to have that conversation? Because... Like it or not, slavery was legal. And so their property, their legal property, was taken away from them after the after the Civil War. So uh, <laughs> you can make an argument that the people that are owed reparations, and not only just black people, but also the people whose, quote, property, close quote, was taken away after after the end of the Civil War. Yeah, make him governor. Wait a minute. How do you find those people? They are, I think, dead. No, their ancestors. All the, all the um, slave owners' ancestors can get a nice chunk of dough for the slaves they lost. <laughs> <laughs> wow that logic uh, that that, yeah but really they aren't um impacted by what happened uh you know a hundred years ago let's stop all the nonsense of trying to correct the past the past is the past and it cannot be corrected there will still have been slavery and there will still have been slave owners get on with your life now Caitlyn Jenner has the most name recognition in the California recall, but she only but no she only voters. Gets, well, she's got one percent. I'd like to meet the one percent that are going to vote for Caitlyn. <laughs> that could be one person, Caitlyn herself. <laughs> she's such a fucking weirdo. She told um they, they were into you know she she so badly wants to get anybody to vote for her that they confronted her on CNN and they go, well, you, you're running for governor and you you say you're pro-choice. But you also support the Texas anti-abortion law, which is not, I mean, that's nutty. That's as nutty as anything Trump ever did. And she goes, uh, yeah. You know, like, like she didn't argue. Just, yeah, she, that was it. Yeah, she was like, you want to hear it? It's crazy. <laughs> this is the crazy. This is like saying, I wondered why we weren't helping Caitlin. She, she needs help. She needs to get her message out. She essentially said, I'm anybody who wants to get an abortion, I'm for, and they should be able to get one. But, you know, what they're doing in Texas is fantastic by making sure no one can get an abortion. That's what she said. It's like <laughs> I, I expect that to come out of Caitlin's mouth. Yeah. Um, I am for a women's right to choose. I am also for a state uh, having the ability to make their own laws. Um, <laughs> and so I support Texas in that decision. That's their decision. Um, I'm okay with that. But as far as being a woman's right to choose, uh, I don't see any changes in our laws in California in the future. <laughs> but you're fine with the Texas law, even though you say that you support abortion I, rights. You I, are I, fine with a law that essentially outlaws abortion. I think they have the right in their state to do what they want to do. Now, do I agree mm. with the decision or not? No, to be honest with you, I actually probably do not agree with the decision, but I agree with they have the right to make their own decision. That's clear as mud. Uh, what? I agree with everything. 
Yeah. Anything that's happening. <laughs> I need someone to vote for me so I'm not humiliated in this recall. <laughs> so if you're for abortion, if you're against it, just vote for me and I'm for you. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever have the balls to go on TV and say, hey, I'm running for office. But maybe that's the secret. You just, you know, you, you, I'm for the death penalty, but they shouldn't really kill anybody. Well, what do you mean? I don't know what I mean. I just mean <laughs> I need to I need you to vote for me immediately, please. I mean, I'm running here and it's an embarrassing one percent. I mean, that's like almost zero people will vote. Not for even me. my family, which is very large, is voting right. for me. If all of those Kardashians voted for him, he'd have more than one percent. It's like, I don't know. I'm the most famous person running for governor. Like when Arnold Schwarzenegger around, except I'm polling at one percent. This is humiliating. This is just ridiculous. Everybody knows me. Oh, hi. Hi, Governor. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Robin. Hi. Hi, Arnold. I mean, Governor. Well, no, you know, it's great to have the title. And, you know, I, I just wanted to come on the show and let you know I'm not endorsing anybody, you know, because I'm friends with the Gavin Newsom and all of these guys. But, um, you know, the recall election is no joke. This is the same atmosphere as, you know, back when I won in 2003, you know? Yes. Californians are very angry. Uh-huh. The world is crazy right now. So you, so, so where do you stand on all this? How can, how can um, someone say they're for abortion rights and then they say what they're for the Texas law? It is crazy. Listen, I'm not going to talk bad about anybody, not even Caitlyn Jenner, you know? Which is a real piece of shit. But listen, the COVID <laughs> and the fires and the homelessness, you know, this extreme weather, you know, it's crazy. It's depressing. I drive by the homeless people every day when I go to the Gold's Gym and I talk to some of them. They're angry the way that they've been pushed around and they've, you know, they promised things and nobody delivering it. Some of them don't even recognize me. I'm Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. They, that's how far gone they are, you know? All right. I don't know what your point is, but uh, I, I, I well, support you. The point you. is being governor is a very hard job. It's a tough job. Yeah. You know, I, I, I couldn't prepare for it like, you know, when you're a Terminator and you lift the weights and you practice the robot voice, you know, I'll be back, beep, pop, boop, pop. Gavin Newsom made some mistakes. <laughs> but mistakes happen, you know? You can quarantine okay. publicly like Gavin or you can bang your maid and make a child. That's exactly, <laughs> you know, exact copy of you. <laughs> yeah, That's what makes- I did. Right, you made a mistake, anyone can make a mistake. Yes, yeah, in golf they call it a mulligan, a do-over. Right, right. A do-over, so, do-over. Again, uh, well, listen, thank you. Are you saying you. keep Gavin Newsom or get rid of Gavin Newsom? Listen, I told you before, I'm friends with all of them, so I don't want to endorse anybody. But can you imagine this? The crazy people out of the woodworks. When I ran for governor, even Gary Coleman was a serious competitor. He was so adorable on the different strokes. Do you remember him? Can you imagine Governor Gary Coleman, the littlest man for the biggest state? It was crazy. Uh, All right, listen, I got to go. I've had enough politics today. You know, I I really have. Uh, If you want to talk about banging your maid, I'm there. I mean, that I'd love to hear, but, uh, you know. Well, you know, that was, you know, what's great now is all summer I was working out with my son, Joseph, of course, yeah. came from the beautiful maid. And, you know, he's fantastic because he has all the perfect genes. He's Austrian and he's Mexican. He's like a superhuman and he's lifting the weights and he's exploding. His muscles are bulging. It's fantastic. Well, isn't that nice? I'm so happy for you. 
That's really great. And uh, yeah. thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. Of course, Howard. And right. I have to say one more thing about these anti-vaxxers. Screw your freedom. I'm going to shove my foot up your freedom's ass. I'm tired of it. Wow. And that's the Terminator right there. Thank you, Governor. Bottom line. Bottom line. Thank you. Wow. Wowee. What a what a message. I don't know what the message was, but what a message. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? That it was the same conditions as when he ran for governor, oh. but he's not endorsing anybody. Okay, fair enough. He's yeah. almost like Caitlin. You know, there's a problem, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna tell you who can solve it. I'm sure the real Arnold Schwarzenegger is endorsing someone. I don't know. I would think, but lest anyone think. Hey, Jill. Hi. Hi. Well, my daughter is 23. She moves between Michigan and Illinois for school and um, has gotten COVID twice and has been vaccinated. So lest these people think, I mean, it's just, you know, she's a young girl and you can still get, you can still get, you can still contract it. That's right. No, All right, Joe. It was more nasal. It was more nasally, not not lungs like people that are <clears throat> dying. But you yeah. sound like you're dying. <laughs> yeah, you sure you don't have it, <laughs> Jill? Thank you for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off this topic now. But uh, thank you for that. I mean, there's a lot. There's a, there's uh, all kinds of people. I see Tim is on the phone. His mother can't. Oh, get in the everybody's hospital calling because beds are full. You know, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, uh, this could go on and on and on. People are upset. Oh, uh, the governor, the real governor is not uh, endorsing anyone. I'm surprised. He should. He should endorse He told us that. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. uh, Maybe maybe that was the governor. (laughs) Maybe that was the governor. Um. Let me change the topic here to to something way more serious than COVID, which is the new the new lineup on Dancing with the Stars has been announced. Oh, you're Um, really excited about that or or what? You usually don't talk about the new lineups. Well, Beth said to me, she she read me the lineup this morning and uh, she goes, you're not going to watch that, right? I said, yeah, I am going to watch it. Why? Who got your attention? Olivia Jade. I'm going to watch. Oh, your girlfriend. I want to see her dance. <laughs> How old is she now? She has to be 20 something. Yeah. I want to see her dance. If she was able to stay in school, I think she'd be graduating by now. But uh, I, I heard some other names. I don't care about them. But what I do is I record the show and I fast forward. Just Uh-oh. to your contestant. See how she's yeah. doing. Yeah, I like to see her dance and then I'm, then I'm done. <laughs> and then the other one that caught my eye is this woman who was married to a guy who died from COVID early on, but she's a professional dancer on Broadway, so I'm not sure how they get well, around that. Well, she's a star. Yeah, no, she's a star, but if you're a professional dancer, I mean, don't you have kind of an advantage? Well, some uh, of those people do have dance experience. You know, all of those boy band guys who did so Yeah, but well. she dances on Broadway. I mean, that's a... You can't. How can you beat her? How's Olivia Jade going to beat her? 
Well, I think they wanted somebody to win who actually needed to the mirror ball to cheer oh. them up. Okay. You, you, you know what, honey? Here, why don't you take the mirror ball? We're going to cheer you up. <laughs> Your husband died. That's a good enough reason to give it to you. Oh, man. Weekend went really quickly. You know, doing that Thursday show um, cut into my weekend time. It just uh, yes, flew it did. By. I really didn't know how to adjust even after it because it was like, no, today is still Thursday. It's not. You know, I didn't get a Thursday off, and so the rest of the weekend was cut short. Yeah. I was very worried about you not having. Well, thank goodness there was tennis to take up my time. You said Good. to me on fr- or Thursday, "Do you have any plans for the weekend?" And I did plan to watch the U.S. Open finals and semifinals, which were absolutely amazing. At least. For those two young girls who nobody expected to be in the final because they were 18 and 19. And uh, they played brilliantly. They really wanted to win. They didn't have breakdowns and couldn't talk to the press afterwards. It was so much fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, don't, I was completely oblivious. I don't watch any of that. But I you watch, know what's uh, been happening. People are having nervous breakdowns. You know, because they're tennis players and people want to talk to them. These girls just wanted to be there. That was right. what was fun. And they you wanted found, to play well. You found it refreshing. It was great. I didn't have to worry about anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got enough to worry about. Can't yeah, be worrying about you tennis know, players. How can I worry if you're going to be so yeah. upset because you're a tennis player making millions of dollars? Yes, Kathy, you're on in uh, California. Hey now. On a lighter note, on a hey kissing booth, kissing booth three. What did you think? Or oh, did you has see that it? come out? <laughs> it's been. It, it came out this summer, and all I could think, I wonder what Howard thinks. Well, so, what, did when you I heard, it? yes, I did. When I when I heard kissing booth three was coming out, uh, I was beside myself. I wanted to <laughs> see it right away. In fact. I said to Beth, we have to go. You know, she like kind of put it off a couple of days. We had other things to do. And I was like, when uh-huh. are we going to see Kissing Booth 3? Uh, you wanted Kissing... to see it right away. Yeah. I wanted to be among the first to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way, but I, I did wait a few days. But, uh, yeah, me too. I don't well, know. anyway. I don't know. We went. It was whatever. Well, I got it. Uh, if you want my opinion, it was awful. Oh. That, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched the I whole hate, thing. I hated. Yeah, I'm a fan, but they could have, they should have consulted me. You know, first of all, this reminded me what, what happened was with God. The problem with this, this one. This is, reminds me of Godfather one and two. Uh, <laughs> perfect. And they should like, have stopped there, right? <laughs> yeah, going to three. First of all, if I remember my interview with Joey King, who I'm a big fan of, she she said that they shot. Two and three, kissing booth two and three at the same time, which was yeah. probably a big mistake. I got to tell you. Right. I mean, there, it could have been great. I pictured she'd go off to college. It would start with her in college. She keeps running into the boyfriend that she broke up with. She meets new guys. There's lots of dating. Get her in some cute outfits. Uh, have her grow up. You know, and the same kind of like, you know, romantic triangles. He starts dating someone else. She's dating someone else. They keep running into each other. Is there something between them? You know, 
you it's a formula that works this kissing booth three they went so off the rails it was just like how the whole could they movie, mess up? The formula's right there. They fucked it all up. The movie was about, uh, the, the, before they went to college, they're going to do a bucket list. And they're running around playing. They, they, most of the movie was uh, them running around on rides and playing video games. And I felt like uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, there was no story. I was very disappointed in Kissing Booth 3. But I will say wow. Kissing Booth 1 and 2 were excellent. Now for an opinion, who uh, JD, who watched it. What do you think of Kissing Booth 3? Well, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was funny that the main focus was the parents wanted to sell the beach house. Right. <laughs> and the kids were pissed off. They didn't want to lose the beach house. And I thought right. that was a little annoying. And Noah and Elle, I think that's the character's names, they fought. They fight about almost everything. I don't know why they just don't break up and just move on with their lives already. <laughs> it's really not a working relationship. Huh? No, it's not. <laughs> And I don't know what it was, but the height difference between the main two <laughs> yeah. characters who fall in love just really started to bother me on this one. It was, <laughs> really? It was, yeah, it was more apparent than ever that she looked, he is at least a foot taller than her. And <laughs> it, it, it just, it, it doesn't happen in real life. Uh, John Hine, who also saw Kissing Booth 3, wants to offer an opinion. Another fan, yes. Oh, my, ex my expectations were sky high. I was, I was very disappointed. None of them looked like they wanted to be making that movie. They all right. looked angry. and like, Zero chemistry. None whatsoever. And the chemistry is great during the first two. And this one was just ridiculous. Like, they were, they were just... I don't know. And filming both at the same time was a huge mistake. You could tell Joey King is like wearing that wig because at the end, not to spoil yeah. it or anything, it's six years later and suddenly she has the short <laughs> hair. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, she and she, made and she look, didn't look good in that wig. Look, no, she looked horrible. And it was obviously not. I mean, she's so cute and was so cute in the first two. And it's like, what? Why would they, they made her look like a 35 year old lesbian? I mean, that's what, you know, I mean, if I Whatever write, that is. Not that that's a bad <laughs> well, thing. Well, I mean, but, uh, not Joe, well, I mean, it's not her. Right. Not her, no. that character. She was super cute. They you know what I'm up. wondering, Howard? I'm wondering how you all finally saw Kissing Booth for what it is. Crap. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Don't no, wait a second. How dare you? How dare you, you Robert? <laughs> That's like saying the Godfather is crap. No. No, Kissing no, booth... no, 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 no. Oh, right, oh, let's God. calm down about that. Kissing Booth 1 and 2 were excellent. 1 especially. Uh, and uh, 3, okay, they took a bit of a misstep in the words of Bob Bowie. <laughs> but they really contrasted. Yeah, they had the crowbar. Did. They didn't have a kissing booth in the whole third one until like the very end. They crowbarred it. Oh, they the crowbarred it in. Of course. <laughs> they crowbar in the kissing booth at the end. JD's right. It didn't even make sense that they were there. Uh, the whole thing should have taken place at Harvard. Even the idea that Elle's character couldn't decide between Harvard and some shitty oh, yeah, college. Oh, yeah, I know. Come I mean, on. No brainer. Oh, my God. Was, you go to Harvard. Off. You go to Harvard, your, 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 your ticket is punched, man. You are going to have a great life if you go to Harvard. People respect that. The, the whole thing was way off. And the, Howard, she's trying to decide between... She's trying to decide between Berkeley and Harvard because she promised a friend she'd go to Berkeley. And she ends up right. becoming a video game designer and going to USC for that. What? Ridiculous. Come on. Let, let's I, I don't even the understand the plot. the plot. That's what I'm saying. It was bad. Now...
I pitched an idea to Ted Sarandos at Netflix. I said, let's not give up on the franchise. Kissing Booth 4 in space. She goes to space as an astronaut, and she meets two guys up there, and they fight over her. The one plays on the guitar. <laughs> How did they get the kissing booth into the capsule? No, they when they get to the, the last, when, they wait till the they, last part. When they get to on. the moon, there's a kissing booth on the moon, ah, and no one can figure it out. Okay. It's like that thing in 2001, A Space Odyssey, that monolith. The monolith. Right. Yeah. It's a kissing booth. All right, Kathy, there's your well, review. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, kissing booth three. Enough. Enough of that. I'm actually, you know, Howard, I've actually wait, been waiting to get your opinion on something, and I don't even know if you want to give it. Sure. Erica Jane and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Jesus. What a train wreck. <laughs> Here's my problem. Here's my problem with that show. <laughs> I don't know how many of you are following that in the news, but this woman, Erica Jane, she's been married to this guy, top lawyer in California, who it turns out has been misappropriating the funds of burn victims. <laughs> and it's particularly... and a number of his clients, you know, they all had issues. These were all civil suits because people were hurt. Well, Erica Jane's so desperate to be on TV because I don't think she has anything else going on. She's showing up every week on this show, and it's made it fantastic. It's just that the other Beverly Hills housewives are so inarticulate and dumb. They don't know how to confront her about their concern. <laughs> what their concern is, if any of them had a fucking brain in their head, <laughs> they would turn to this Erica Jane and say, Erica, we're concerned about being friends with you. We don't know what went on. But if your husband took the money from burn victims and people who have, you know, had horrible things happen to them and you were aware of it, we don't want to be associated with you. We don't want to be on the same TV show defending you or comforting you because it's all about the victims. So we have a bunch of questions to ask you. And quite frankly, we want to know the truth. Because we do not want to be put in a position to be, imagine like Robin. It well, turns has out, she suffered any um, downturn in her uh, <laughs> lifestyle? Yes, she had to move to a smaller mansion. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she one, of the team. one of the accusations was that uh, he transferred money to her. Uh, it hasn't been proven or anything, but they don't know. But I know uh -huh. if I was friends with someone who was up on these kinds of allegations. Well, I would at least like to know, because, I mean, aren't those funds frozen when, you know, there's a situation like this? And shouldn't people not be able to live that kind of glamorous lifestyle? Yeah, that would be the thing. But they, again, no one like, knows. Like, I exactly. could see it if they were, you know, visiting Erica Jane in the projects. <laughs> well, that'd be she good. She deserves some sympathy. You know, and we're, we're not abandoning you, even though you've fallen on hard times. Again, no one, she's claiming she had no idea what her husband was up to. And that might be very true. But the, the, <laughs> anyway, the season is fantastic because this woman really, most people, would have left the show and said, I don't want to deal with this because I'm talking about something that's going to end up in, you know, being litigated and so, you know. Oh, no, and, they wouldn't um, leave this show because they need to be on TV, those women. Yeah. So the answer, J.D., is it's a very good season because they really have something going on.
But you wouldn't like go out and defend like Michael Rappaport. He is like going out defending Erica Jane. He thinks she's like she's almost completely innocent. And I, I keep might argue with, the, I keep arguing back and forth. I would not go this full throated with the defense of her because you don't fully know. I, That's right, because you would look like a fool <laughs> if it comes out that uh, when so she's you, found exactly. guilty, right? Right. Yeah. If she was if, found guilty, yeah, yeah. But but the point is, you don't know. So of course. As a human being, you feel. Does worse anybody for the... question her at all? Oh about... yeah, they oh, do, yeah? but they do a shitty job of it. I I almost want to go on the show and question her. Well, Sutton tries, but you know she doesn't have the defense of all the other ladies, so she gets a little nervous uh, oh, in, in the questioning. What's if Erica Jane me... going to do to her if she asks a question? Oh, please, she's not going to do anything. I got to tell you, though, God bless Andy Cohn. He has a real gift for finding shitty people. Uh, <laughs> it's really fabulous. Dude, the Salt, the Salt Lake City uh, cast has someone that's uh, uh, up on charges, too, for uh, wire fraud or whatever. Well, and <laughs> the New Martin. Jersey woman went to prison and that's her right. husband was deported. <laughs> he can't even let, get let back me, in the country. Let me make it clear. Erica Jane is not up on any charges. So there you no. go. I'll, no, I'll we're just saying that. that there's controversy. Yes. Someone told me you had dinner with Michael Rappaport over the summer, J.D., and that you guys mostly talked about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, true? because I, it just it amazes me that he would just like he is just like all about he is team Erica Jane no matter what it seems. And I keep trying to tell him, dude, what if it comes Does out? Does he know her personally or something? I, I think there's he won't. He hasn't told me that, but I think there's something <laughs> that I think there's a little. <laughs> I there's a lot going on, but I don't know. Where did, how did it come about that you had dinner with Michael Rappaport, the famous actor? He was in, he was in my he was in my area doing a comedy show, so we met up. Uh, oh, I see. And, and had dinner. Yeah. What does so, he do? Like a stand up? I guess. Yeah. You didn't did go you to go? see him. I didn't. It was uh, it was in a closed theater thing, and I felt weird about that. So right. Who pays for dinner? I assume him. Uh, he, no, we, we sort of, it was like a Dutch thing. He might have actually, he just threw in some cash because he oh. had to leave before, uh. He went Dutch with you? You, you was yeah. just the two of you? Oh, it was my wife too. But, oh. uh, yeah, we all had, it was fine. What is it foursome? He had his wife there and. He might have actually put in a little more. Uh, but, you know, we used Wait his second. money, for, we used his cash for the tip. Was his I wife mean, there? No, no, it was just him. Oh, okay. It was me and, and my wife. I think a got Rappaport picks up the tab, no? Yeah, I don't no. think you let JD pick it up, do you? Isn't he Let's on a stop. TV show? <laughs> sure, but it's fine. It's it wasn't that expensive of a meal. It was fine. Look, he's on not only is he on television, Howard, he has that cameo thing that he you know, <laughs> JD. he's on we, tour and he's we, got we, ten million TV shows. I, can't, on, I like, don't want to be sports fantasy networks. I don't, don't want to be treated like that. Sorry. Well let me ask you something. Tell me the truth. Weren't you a little bit shocked when Rappaport didn't pick up the check? No. <laughs> no. Really? I mean, yeah. the guy's he going. Put money down. I mean, like, what's going on? He just, what do you say, JD? You had the Clams Casino, so I'm not paying for that? <laughs> no, no, no. No, stop. No, what do you mean, stop? I mean, Rappaport, as Robin points out, guy's on a hit television show. He's <laughs> going that night to work at a comedy club. He does all kind of st uh, radio shows and uh, the sports betting shows. TV shows, and, yeah. It, yeah. He he came out here. I I had no. I, I'm not 
doing terribly. I can pay for myself. No, I know. So. I know what you're paid. Uh, believe me, I know. <laughs> he should have paid for you. Oh, stop it. That's fine. Who initiated the dinner? Who invited who? Did Rappaport invite you? No, it was like a mutual thing because I found out he was like going to be in my area. So I was like, you know, we should get together. Wait so a second. That was... You said to him we should get together? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Well, okay. You should have like gone to pay and then Michael should have said and no. And he JD. should have said no, no, no. It's uh, it's fine. I make a lot more money than you. I'm I'm handling it. <laughs> no, but I, I but did he listen, just I don't know how much money my... out or did he go through the bill? Is that no, no. Like... The bill hadn't even come out yet. He had to leave early because he had to get to his show. Uh, so he didn't even know if he covered the bill or his part of it. He should have done the move where he gives his card when he first walks in and says. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to handle me. this. <laughs> no, no. First of all, he uh, he got in a little late because traffic was a little bad that day. So, I mean, I'm surprised he even had dinner with you, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Did you do something silly, like order like an $800 bottle of wine or something? No, no, no. No. I don't even think we ordered a bottle of wine. I mean, I don't, wait, let me I, I don't Michael, I'm a little shocked here what I'm hearing. Oh, well, Howard, what he's, what he's not telling you is that I had an appetizer. I had some fried calamari, and <laughs> I had to leave early. J.D. Yeah. did uh, explain that correctly. But mm-hmm. before I left, I offered to pay the entire bill. He tried to big shot it in front of his beautiful, <laughs> charming, loving wife. <laughs> so what I did is I left $80 for my calamari and my Arnold Palmer. Okay, which covers calamari. You had a meal too. Uh, you ordered food too. Very, excuse me, a very generous tip. So you did. I was. Uh, I tried to pay for everything. Okay, his wife is a doll. Um, I don't know how the hell he convinced her to marry him. But Michael, I, I Michael left eighty eighty dollars. JD, for, for, and all he had was calamari. He ordered a meal. I forget what it was. It was some. It was like uh, something. I think it was the right uh, something with the rice or whatever. The, the oh. risotto or something. I think. Yeah, it was, maybe it was risotto too. I think wife, oh. she actually ate some of my risotto. She ate half the oh, risotto. Again, she's a doll. <laughs> she's in way better shape than JD will ever be. But I left and I offered to pay for the whole thing. He was trying to big shot me. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm off for the summer. I'm getting Michael, paid. Michael, Absolutely. Michael, I'm gonna I'm gonna school you here a little bit. You're a I'm big off for star. The summer. You're a big star. You're on TV. You've got a lot going on. I say in that situation, you give the card to the front and say, "Listen, just put this on me." You know what I mean? No, I don't know what I mean, Howard. I don't know what you mean. I, I really? came in there a late, a little late. It was under it was it was understood that I would have to leave early because I had a sold out show. The crowd <laughs> That's what was, I mean. It, the crowd was, I mean, vibrating for me to get in there. I had to go do my show. Jay didn't want to come in there because he was scared of getting Corona or whatever the fuck was going on with him. I don't. I ate him. my calamari. I had my Arnold Palmer. And I went about my business. Okay. <laughs> Arnold Palmer before the Arizona. show. You gotta be, were you were you were you able to perform on your Arnold Palmer? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's, that's, that that's really get I, I, I don't drink it. Uh, I don't. I don't you want a wine. You want a bottle of wine. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Dessert. I'll pay for it all. No, no, no. I'm off. Well, he's going to say no, but you got to say. That yeah, you've got to say, done. JD. Your money's no good here. Right. 
He's with his wife. I don't want to big up him in front of his wife. I want you know he's a new marriage. Uh, I don't want her to think she's. You understand what I'm saying? I'm being a gentleman. All right, be <laughs> careful out there, Michael, when you're doing these shows. Seriously, don't get the COVID. Okay. I, I'm being careful, but can we can we double back with Erica Jane? <laughs> and and Beverly Hills. I don't know if anybody I have cares. A but go ahead. Give, give me your point of view. People care. People care. You care. I care. Uh, JD cares. The listeners care. And I just want to say this. I love that show so much. And Erica Jane has put on the single greatest performance by any Real Housewives ever. <laughs> She's doing it under duress. You know, in real Under duress. She's doing it under <laughs> duress. It's been great entertainment. Uh, it's during a COVID. She's uh, under pressure. She's moved into a, a rental house. Her, she left her husband. That's under duress. It's been great entertainment, and I believe that people are innocent until proven guilty. Period. Well, I have a different point of view, but I'm saying I don't know what went on there. But right, because we don't know. <laughs> Right. There's a question mark. Where's you know where are the victims' money? These are burn victims. I forget what else they were. Plane uh, crash a victims. A couple of people lost children to yeah. bad medical Terrible. procedures. And so you want to know. You want to know what she knew when she knew it, and what's with this whole thing about uh, you know the husband now suddenly you know like Bill Cosby uh, but when they when he was going to prison he couldn't see he's he, he was yeah, infirm, infirm right he's sick yeah. it's a is new story covering, that's he, him though yeah but is it, she it, covering for him very... or is she in on it or not now I'm not saying she is but these questions have to be answered I, listen I don't want to debate 100%. this anymore hundred percent they have to be answered but. She's given as much as she can. She's in a lawsuit. She's got lawyers up the wazoo. She can only give so much on the show, and she's given so much. The woman cried with mascara running down her face. Okay? I mean, what I, know I wonder why. Erica, Erica Jane would have paid for J.D.'s dinner if she was having dinner with him. I know that. I don't, I don't agree with you. And my final question before I hang up, Howard. Yes. Yes, sir. And then I'll let you go on with a great, a great show. No, no problem, sir. Is last week you covered, and I know we've moved on, you've covered what you did over the summer. You covered what you and your beautiful wife did. Robin right. covered what she did. Uh, we talked about uh, the staff medic, uh, medicated Pete. He carried it uh, uh, when you guys were uh, on vacation. But we haven't figured out what Gorilla Tooth <laughs> did and added to the show this summer. And, and, and before I leave, I just want to know, what the fuck did Big Tooth Baba Booey do while everybody else on the staff was working. That's my question. Well, okay. I tell you what. I'll tell you this. I have a whole agenda planned, which got sidetracked today because of uh, all my comments about the COVID vaccine. And uh, I'm going to get to not only what Gary did this summer, but Fred did this summer. Fred, I don't know what Fred did. We, we're going to also well, I'm, get a... What what the whack pack did this summer? I'm also going to Great. get to. Um, oh, I, I've got a whole thing, Michael. So let me get to that. And uh, thank you for uh, talking, Gary. Uh, we're going to get to you. Uh, and Michael I, wants to can hear. I, can I just say something? Because I know Michael's always looking to pick a fight, and so I want to say, you know, we did our fantasy football draft last week, so we did it over <laughs> Zoom, right? Right. 
Michael gets on there. He's got a plate of asparagus. He's practically shoving it up his nose. Like he's eating like a disgusting pig. You know, knots. He's got bad skin, whatever's going on there. Just like no, eating. I don't. No, I, I don't. come with a, sli- I come with a slice of pizza. And he goes, What's a- then we go to watch fucking gorilla eat? I, I go, dude, we just watch you night. shove asparagus down your throat for a fucking you half were, hour. You were flossing so your disgusting. teeth. You were flossing your teeth. With your iPhone charger cord, JD. JD, was he? Was JD? Back me up on this, JD. (laughs) Yes, this is uh, microwave. Was doing exactly this the whole time. Oh, look at that gorilla! Ugh, I'm like, like, stop eating. We don't want to hear you eat. (laughs) It was like the whole. I turned my camera off. I turned my camera off to be nice. I watched him eat for a half an hour. The grossest thing ever. He was eating, and you know what? You were smart to turn it off because you were eating because no one wants to watch it. You but we all had to watch you, you, you fucking down your idiot. You were, you, you were sticking chicken bones down your mouth. You were sticking chicken, chicken wings down I your throat. I wasn't eating chicken. You were, you were sticking it, chicken wings down your fucking mouth two, lied. three at a time. JD just said it. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying and you got... Gary, I also understand you're know. upset that you were added to a uh, text chain oh with Michael Rappaport. Oh, we we all, all of we us all. were. So, so, so the, so the fantasy football thing is, is <laughs> oh my right? God. Hold on, Gary. Let me hear what you're saying. Michael, let me hear what Gary has to say about this. What is this text well, chain you're talking about? So, hold on. Shh, 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 Michael, I know it's hard. Wait one second. So there's 10 people in fantasy football. So somebody started a text group last night. I didn't start it. Most of us didn't start it. All of a sudden, my phone is like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, I hate that. And it's that. just a bunch of shit talking. But it's it's all Rappaport. All Rappaport all the time. You would think the guy doesn't have a job the way he tells It's just like he has nothing to do but that. Well, it's Sunday. I mean, We're watching fantasy football. It's the camaraderie. Everybody was talking to Jay D. Are you saying that Michael did never dawn on you? Did Michael not have your phone number before that? Uh, oh, he's and got now, it. I he's got, got it. Oh. I know where he. I know where he lived. I know where yeah. what tree he moved into. I know where he, he is does. at all times. No, but about. there there was there was one number he didn't recognize. So he spent like half an hour <laughs> keep texting like, "Who is this area code? What is this area code or zip code? <laughs> Whatever it was. It was so annoying." Why would you start a? Uh, who is this that started a text? Uh, Why would you do uh, that? I mean, it's so <laughs> annoying. Uh, yeah, no, I don't give it to my Michael. Sources. But, but Michael's like, source, Michael's like, we're person. watching fantasy football on Sunday night. He doesn't realize, like, it's six thirty. Like, we're trying to unwind to go to bed the next day. He's just up till fucking whenever. He's like, <laughs> no, he didn't care about it. You don't work. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you added to the show? You, you're just like, it's six thirty. I have to work. Doing what? What have you done? I'm surprised you didn't need to get ass surgery instead of knee surgery because you fucking sit on your ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see here, Michael texted 24 times between 1 and 7 p.m. on the chain. That's a lot of dinging. Wow. And, yeah. 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 Oh, but by the way, it's not only Michael. I mean, it's people respond unwind, to Michael. Unwind from nothing. Unwind from scotch tasting. What unwinding? What unwinding? I have to unwind from you. All right, guys. Um, Michael, thank you. Uh, Gary, thank you, J.D. Um, and uh, uh, that's that. All right. Thank you, guys. Very good. Good to hear from all of you on Kissing Booth and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. My computer's acting up. Hold on one sec. I'm going to fix it. Uh, if I could read What's the screen. What's wrong with it? <laughs> New screen talent display. Ready? What? Leave the current display. 
No, I don't want to leave the current display. I'm okay. I'm good. I fixed it. All right. I just sounded like I never learned how to read. <laughs> Did you hear that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, these are all new words to him. He's never seen them written before. <laughs> yeah, I just learned last week. So I have to sound everything out. Jeez. I don't know. I'm a little surprised that Mike didn't pick up that whole tab on JD. Hey. Maybe you know? J.D. should have picked up the tab. You never know. No, I mean, come on. Mike's no, a, Mike, yeah, Mike does saying, very maybe well. Maybe Michael can't afford a big meal. <laughs> come on. Mike's a millionaire. <laughs> Howard, Isn't I will he? tell you this. I will tell Mike's you this. Mike's a millionaire. We, I would hope so. But we've taken, um, Steve Brandano and I have taken Michael to lunch several times in L.A. And, you know, he does, he, you know, his fucking hands get stuck when it comes for picking up the check. His whole thing is like, you guys expenses, right? So just, you know, we'll just, you just pay. And we do. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're expect JD isn't expensing dinner with him. I mean, maybe you guys are, but I know JD isn't. We're not always expensing it. Sometimes we just go out to lunch. Right. He just assumes we are. Oh, and he right? always makes you pay. I, I've never seen him pull his wallet out. <laughs> really? Is that, that true? Or are you just saying that? JD. No, it's true. We took. We, I think two or three years in a row, we took him to this uh, this sushi place that we like. And, yeah. you know, we pick up the bill, but, you know, even if, even if we were going to pick up the bill, like sometimes I pick up the bill because maybe the, I, somebody did it last time, but I don't ever remember last time with him. I mean, when I go to dinner, I just automatically pick up the bill because everyone thinks I'm doing so well. So, you know, there's a cup, there's like maybe three times in my life where I walk in and the person goes, already paid for. You don't have to do it. Uh oh. Rappaport's back. He's, uh-oh. You got to give him his rebuttal. <laughs> Gary says you uh, never reach for the bill. That That's not true. I paid for him. And but last year uh, during the pandemic, I hosted a first class fantasy football extravaganza. I paid for everything. The guys, could they didn't even have to get up. I had servers. I had a private suite. I did it. Okay. It was fantastic. Let me tell you something. You lying gorilla, okay? You filthy ape. And I'm going to tell you something. I want to ask you, Howard, okay? Do you yeah. think after 30 years of calling this man a gorilla and an ape, it's finally time to stop insulting the gorillas and the apes? I think Listen, we should change it. Gary, to the is Michael telling the death. truth when okay, he so says he treated you to this meal? Jason, Chinese. Here, here's what, no, no, no. Here's, hold on. Let me explain. I threw a party at my house every year for four or five years, which Michael always shit all over. I would order food out and everything. The so one year Michael party. goes, I'm going to host the party. We go to a bar so fucking loud you can't hear anything. Yes, we ordered food and ordered drinks. Michael paid for it the way I paid for the party the previous five years. But I'm talking about what I was talking about is we went to lunch, two, three, four of us. Michael, when we're in L.A., even when you came to the hotel that day to see me and Russ, you ever pick up the bill for anything? You you were big shot. Oh, Howard will get it. He'd love exactly. to pay for you. This He's that. Got, it's like that wallet has moths in person. it. Everybody knows I'm generous. I tip big. I don't know. I over tip. You haven't seen any evidence of that, Gary? Tip. No, I mean, he was acting like a big shot. I think, by the way, that bar thing, I think he cut some deal with the guy. I don't think money ever changed hands. Uh, I think wow. he knows the guy who owns the bar and something happened. I don't <laughs> believe he ever put a nickel of his own money out. 
That's my theory. You think pre-diet Jason Kaplan, somebody would give you free food? This is pre-diet Jason Kaplan. Not me, you. Uh, you. Listen, I, I, don't I don't know what he promised them. Whoever pays for it, that, it's none of my business. All right, thank you, guys. Michael, good luck. Uh, Gary, good luck. I mean, what are we going to say? Guys, thank you. Michael Rappaport, famous actor. What are, you, what are you working on right now, Michael? Give a little plug. Well, I just finished this show with uh, your friend Amy Schumer, and I'm on tour. I am going to be in Miami this weekend in Nashville. Really? Next wow. week, I'm double vaccinated. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, Howard, I got to say something. I agree. I love so much of what you say. But if you're vaccinated and you're safe, you, you, you got to start at least cautiously living your life, Howard. I am. Sincerely. The, the problem is I did start living my life. Uh, at, at the beginning of the summer, I had Jimmy over. I had, you know, of course, my kids and everything. And then um, now with the variant, and they're they're talking about this move variant and everything. It's starting to get crazy again. If these fucking maniacs would take their vaccine, we wouldn't have to be going through this. We could be opening up. So uh, you know, you I hear what you're saying. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta live your life. You're gonna go crazy. Those cats are gonna get sick of you and Beth. And I know <laughs> they already have. All right, Mike. Thank you. Everybody's got to do what they're comfortable doing. Michael is comfortable uh, performing at shows and stuff, and uh, and uh, that's fine with me. Okay, Mike. Thanks. That's it. That's enough. I mean, I got things to get to here. I got to pish, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to, um, let me see what I'll do. I'll play you the um, Mitch McConnell audio book. I'll, I'll give you the update on uh, the WAC pack, all what right. they did all summer. It's interesting. I mean, I got things to do here. Is it really mm-hmm. interesting, or did the WAC pack do nothing? Well, nothing can be interesting when we do it the right <laughs> way. Uh, so much to get to, Robin. First of all, I do want to say the fans have written in. And they say they love Metallica, Miley Cyrus, and Elton John all together. Jam-packed show we did on Thursday, if you missed it. I'm sure it's up on the app. Metallica was celebrating the 30th anniversary, if you can believe it, of the Black Album. And Elton John stopped by to congratulate the band. and It was actually emotional. I mean, Elton John was very complimentary. Uh, about the song "Nothing Else Matters," and I, I, you could see on the video that uh, that uh, that uh, James was very moved by that because he wrote the song. Very, very moved by it. And um, yeah, listeners were blown away. They liked uh, Miley. Miley's performance with Metallica had me crying tears on Thursday. It was so powerful and beautiful. It resonated with me deeply. Miley Thanks was for, great. Oh it my was terrific. god. Thank yeah. you for a truly once-in-a-lifetime broadcast. The Metallica Miley interview was phenomenal. Miley's performance with Metallica was stunning. She rocks. On top of that, to hear Elton John was icing on the cake. Uh, so on and so forth. Miley sounded amazing with Metallica. She should sing more tunes with the band. Yeah, somebody said um, they should name the band Hannah Montalica. <laughs> well, she was saying it, it could be my Talica. <laughs> my Talica, that was a good one. <laughs> and uh, so they uh, they were doing that. Uh, nothing else matters. Just how sweet and i you. Every day for us something new.
when the, you said it, Robin, when the two of them are singing together, it's great. Yeah. James and, uh, and uh, Miley. Uh, Metallica also played Sad But True. Uh, listening to the Mighty Metallica play Sad But True. And, uh, man, they sound killer. After hearing Sad But True on Thursday's show, I think Metallica has played almost all of their hits on the Stern show. The guy should release a Howard Stern live album. Uh, Sad But True is my favorite Metallica song. To hear them play it on the Stern show was very rad, rad. And uh, it rocked. Remember the first time I heard that song, I thought he was saying "Sad Patrol." I thought it was uh, "Sad Patrol." I was like, "That's pretty cool." Sad Patrol, like, yeah, it's like a group of sad people on Who Sad Patrol. Go around, and it looks like a patrol. Yeah, and then I realized it was "Sad but True," and I'm like, "What an idiot!" I <laughs> now, did you like it even more after you realized that there were more meaningful words instead of calling something a sad patrol? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes when I'm singing it, I do say sad patrol. <laughs> you still like that. I still like it. Uh, Steve Martin and Marty Short received a lot of email and, you know, comments. Yeah, we Two didn't legends. talk about the fact that they were on and what the audience thought of that. They were here promoting their new series, Only Murders in the Building, on Hulu. The audience loved hearing Steve and Marty together. Steve Martin and Martin Short gave me a major lift on Wednesday morning. They are legends. You could really feel the reverence that Howard has for both of them. That's true. I love those guys. Uh, Steve Martin and Marty Short sound like they're still 30 years old. True. I was smiling throughout the entire interview. Howard, Steve, and Marty are the new three amigos. Yes. <laughs> I am available to become an amigo. You would be would you get on horseback? No. No, I would be the walking amigo. <laughs> you know what's funny? My problem with making movies, and this is true, when I when I made private parts, I was so sure it was a slam dunk, you know, worked on it for four years. I've I, you know, I've yacked about this, you know, forever. But then when it came to, after after the movie Private Parts, I did get offered roles. I became like, oh, I don't know if I could do that movie. It might suck. I don't know. I'm not an actor, so why would I want to fuck up and be in a bad movie? So any movie that I got offered, I was always like, oh, we're just so hesitant to do it because I didn't want to. I, if the movie wasn't under my control, I didn't want to be. The guy getting pinned with like, oh, you this couldn't movie just be an actor. Now, I, I know that I would have gotten blamed for any anything bad that happened. So I was just like, you know, and then if the movie was bad and I would say and then I'd have to get on the air and go, oh, yeah, man, the director didn't know what he was doing. He was a fucking moron. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't want to get into all that shit. So I think what I about away. even the promotion? If you knew and like now you've seen it and it's bad, but you have oh. to go out and promote it. That, that would be well with me. That wouldn't work out well because I'd be like, "This was bad," and then they'd hate me for it. Because you know, people put up millions of dollars for these movies. That's they don't right. Hear yeah, that. every movie has a lot of money yeah. behind it. Yeah, 
Like, I want to be in Kissing Booth 2, not Kissing Booth 3, but I, there's no assurance <laughs> that you're going to end up in the right other with such ease. I adore them, and in the interview is a must-listen. So, people very excited about Well, one thing I that. wanted to say, they were very excited, and Steve said some very complimentary things to you. Yes. And you kind of brushed them off, you know, like you didn't really let him compliment you and tell you how great he thinks you I were. did. wasn't about me. No, no he's Robin. No, it was a, what? Well, you've criticized me on this point before. You've said, you know, when people compliment you, you should just shut up and let them compliment you. And, I, and you, you know, I did. I don't think Steve had that much compliments to say. I think he oh, said really? what he had to say. Yeah, I think <laughs> I didn't cut him short. I think he just cut himself short. He complimented me and then we moved on quickly. It was very <laughs> short. Yeah. Your perception I that I cut him off. there was going to be more. <laughs> Didn't you see me waving my hand going, come on, give us more. <laughs> Steve, tell me, well, you know what it is for me? And I, and I relate to James um, from uh, Metallica on this. Uh-huh. When Elton John, maybe one of the greatest songwriters that ever, not maybe, one of the greatest songwriters that ever lived says, hey, Sad But tr- uh, Nothing Else Matters is one of the greatest l- songs ever written. And James got emotional. For me, you know, I imagine when Elton John says that and you're a musician, it's got to be mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing acceptance. Yes. When, when Steve Martin is sitting there, who is, he, he's like one of the funniest human beings that ever lived in so many mediums, books. His books are genius. His movies that Even he wrote. Even cartoons. Yeah, he makes little cartoons that are genius. The guy and the guy and if and of course his stand up and his appearances on Saturday Night Live with the two crazy guys when he's with Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I mean, this is the fucking man. And he it gives you a little compliment, man. You go crazy because you know you he's a guy you respect. Yeah. But um, you know, so no, I didn't really cut him short. I think he he basically said what he had to say. Right. He did say I was a very good painter. That made me happy. Right. Yes, you took that one in. But when he was complimenting your radio work and talking about how you made him laugh, I thought you were mm. trying to get past that well, quickly. Uh, no, he just ran out of stuff to say. I think you said something like, oh, you already said that to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he's been very he's been very nice to me. Uh, oh, a lot of fans wrote in about Ronnie in Las Vegas, and we got to get back to that. I know, you know, tomorrow Tom, tomorrow Jimmy's going to be here, but yeah. I know Jimmy loves to hear about Ronnie and everything. Yeah. So we'll get to everything. And um, did Ronnie close over the weekend? He was supposed to take ownership of the house. I think. I don't know time. the answer to that. Uh huh. But the fans wrote in about Ronnie's house being backwards. <laughs> they love that Vegas. <laughs> Ronnie went to Vegas, got his house, Vegas, went to Rick's see Cabaret. it. Went to see it, and the whole layout was completely opposite than what he thought he was getting. He's this is so the funny because he walks in the door and says, "Wait a minute, that's not supposed to be over there. <laughs> it, the living room isn't over there." <laughs> um, Howard, this yeah. is the funniest shit ever. This would only happen to Ronnie. He's so vested in how great Vegas is that even when he finds out that his new house was built backwards, he's like, what's the big deal? You know, Ronnie would have thrown a fucking fit if uh, it was in Vegas and he wanted yeah. to be good. If that yeah. was in Queens, he would have had a heart attack. 
Ronnie's already run into his first dilemma in Vegas. His house is in reverse. <laughs> between the between the frustration of that and the intense heat, he'll be back in New York in no time. No, I, I disagree with that. I think Ronnie Ronnie will not accept Vegas being anything else but fantastic, and right. will make it yes. fantastic. Yes, he won't even. I wonder it. if the pool's going to be on the right side. Does he know where the pool is going to be? <laughs> Howard, I'm sure there's nothing like getting fucked in the ass by a dildo in a house that was built backwards during a sweltering Vegas summer. Enjoy your return, retirement, Ronnie. So people loving this. Um, wow. And people also enjoy... R- Ronnie, wh- did you close on your house? But I'm telling you, Ronnie would rather like die of heat stroke than move back to New York. Because Ron- he would be wrong ah. then. Look, he died. How fucking hot is that? <laughs> yeah, oh, I died. yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he died. He died in the heat. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. I can't even be hotter. By the way, the Vegas forecast today, 105 degrees, 80 right now at 6.30 in the morning over there. Wow. And, uh, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. See what I mean? <laughs> you won't admit that 105 is too hot. You won't. In the afternoon, it's hot. Okay. Is it too hot? A couple in hours words, in the afternoon, it's really hot. Yeah. But it's dry heat, Howard. So right. Yeah, it is. You're not getting. <laughs> Have you started yeah. getting nosebleeds yet? Nope. No. Not right, one. Good. All right, we'll see. How's it? so? What happened with the house? People are asking for an update. House is fine. House came no. out beautiful. No, I mean, did you close? We're closing today. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, so everything's good. Everything's great. Okay, that's what I want. Where's to know. the pool going to go? Do you know where it's going to go? The ba- in the ba- in the backyard. Because <laughs> with you, it might be in the front. <laughs> What if you get there and they put the pool in the front? Will you complain not, or will you just say it's great? Room in the front. To put, there's not enough room in the front. Okay. Pool's, the pool's going to be 43 feet long and there's no room in the front. All right. So it's going to be in the back and it's all set right. up and you know exactly where it's going. So you're not going to be exactly surprised. I know exactly where it's going. Exactly. All right. Let's, let's go to, um, uh, oh, look who it is. It's Ronnie's mom wants to say hi oh. to everyone. Uh, she's upset. What's wrong, Mrs. Mund? Hmm. Mrs. Mund? Hello? The fuck's her problem? I think her mic went out. Your mom's Here. mic went out. Rooting the, uh, the mystery of radio. The theater <laughs> of it. <laughs> she's... she's gone. All right, Mrs. Mund. Next time. Okay. Nice talking to your mom. One, two. Dad, can you test the mics for us? Uh, they don't seem to be working. Testing, testing. One, two. Now, we are now testing this out for proper modulation. As you will know, when you record, the proper modulation that is required is for the electric eye, which is a green type of tube, will open and close as we record. Now I will play this back to hear the quality whether, and whether this is operating. Thank you. Take it away, Howie boy! <laughs> That's the weird thing about my dad. That's my dad having fun and being loose. I don't even know if he really understands what he's saying. <laughs> that, A you green say type that. of tube? <laughs> he Dang. needed stuff to say into the mic, and that's my father being fun. Uh, fun dad. That's about as loose as I ever heard him. Because I don't know if it's green when it's proper modulation or if it changes color. And do you see how he's trying to sound like an announcer? Like when he goes, 
type of tube. <laughs> Thank you. That's testing, his impression testing. of a... Pr- yeah. One, two... Now, we are now <laughs> testing this out for proper modulation. As you will know, when you record, the proper My modulation that... As you will know. As you know, <laughs> when you record... Is How do you know? My, my dad hey. was never uh, a ball of laughs or fun or, you know, he. I don't recall him ever having fun with me. But when he took us down to the radio studio, he tried to... I won't even say how this fun, was him being loose. <laughs> yeah. Testing. That's funny. Testing. One, two. Hello. Testing. Testing. One, two. Now, we are now <laughs> testing this out for proper modulation. As you will know, when you All record right, right. the proper modulation. I get modula- nervous hearing it. Even, even at this advanced stage, I get nervous hearing it. <laughs> you start to shake. <laughs> I do. Because right after that, he had a monstrous eruption. <laughs> he took the microphone very seriously because he was a radio engineer. And then he'd go, you know, like, testing, testing, you know, that he'd put on his serious announcer voice. And then I'd get on. And then he'd say, okay, Howard, I want you to do something, and I don't want you to be stupid about it. And then I'd get on, and I was a little kid, and I didn't even know what he was talking about. So I'd go, eh, and then he'd go, you're an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> Sit down. And then he would just erupt because he felt I wasn't paying proper respect yeah. uh, to the day. Can you hear me? Ah. Just unbelievable. Wasn't about having fun. Oh, Ronnie's yeah. mom is here. What up? Yeah. Hi. Hey. Yeah. Hey, stop picking on my boy. You keep well, making fun of my Ronnie, and I swear I'll track every one of you down and force you to suck on my 10-inch dildo. Don't Respect you think... Respect your elders, you fucking cunts. Don't <laughs> you... You know, I now I see where Ronnie gets his coarse language from. He takes after you for sure. I'm not yeah. that bad. Yeah, I taught him everything he knows. Don't you think it's funny that Ronnie's house is backwards and he's like, it's the best. It's the greatest. Like everything about Vegas has to be so great. That's right. The toilets on the ceiling, the living rooms in the bedroom. It's like a freaking (laughs) twilight zone. It's awesome. It's cool. It's awesome. You like nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's freaking backwards in that house. Ronnie pegs Stephanie in her ass. It's wild. Do you do you did you move to Vegas too with Ronnie? Yeah, I moved to Vegas too. I want to be close to my son and his lovely meat hole. I want to make sure Stephanie cooks and cleans and <laughs> oh milks his prostate. I love right. my Ronnie since the day I shit him out of my, my piss flaps. I gotta be with him. <laughs> I gotta be with him. When, when Ronnie, look how cute he is with his mustache. Ronnie. When you when you shit him out of your piss flaps, did you love him like the second you saw him? I loved him so much. He had a little mustache, and he latched right on in my tit. He latched right on, but he had a full head of teeth, and he bit me. Really? But I didn't mind. Yeah. 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 He bit. He bit me. He still. By does. the way. Does anyone notice that Ronnie's, something's going on with Ronnie's mustache. It's gotten very big or something different is going on. He's got some new look and I can't figure out what it is. 
What are you talking about, dude? I've always had a mustache. I don't know, but it looks like more voluminous. He always had a mustache. Yeah, let it grow out a little more. That's all. Really? Oh, is so that what it, it is? is changed. Yeah, I knew yeah, something was little, different. It's a little, little uh, thicker, and a little okay. wider. Yes, yeah, yeah, wider. Like, wider. <laughs> Someone said he looks like Wyatt Earp now. Yeah, but that works really. in Vegas. I like that look. I like that Wyatt Earp. That's cool. Well, there's nothing uh, more loving than a mother's love. And uh, Mrs. Mund, you really love your son, and uh, and good for you. You said he still Ronnie. bites you. Are you still nursing, still Ronnie? Yeah, every chance I get. <laughs> what have you been up to? On. to what my, about you? To my pizza nips. <laughs> they look like fried pepperoni. Ronnie loves that shit. <laughs> your tits look like fried pepperoni. Like a couple of uh, pepperonis fried. Who doesn't like what, that? What have you been up to in Vegas? I'm curious. Oh, I love fucking Vegas. It's great. It's got drinking, gambling, prostitution, everything a mother wants for her boy. Right. I stuck a whole cactus farm up my shit box. Plus, it's a dry heat, so I can't get swamp cunt. Right. I shoved yeah. a whole armadillo up my twat. Or now, as they call it, an armadillo. Yeah. I um I used to take Ronnie with me to Vegas, and he hated it. He'd complain. He used to talk about the dry heat, and his nose is bleeding now. Everything is so wonderful. Right? It is. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a dry heat. You can't get swamp cunt. Robin, I fucked the entire Blue Man group. I had oh. blue jizz linking out of my twat. <laughs> It was you're like the old days, except blue. You're, you're My uh, very is like a ballpoint pen. You're very um, sexual, just like Ronnie. I, I see where he gets his sexuality from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love that shit. Ronnie says, I, I, he, Ronnie says he loves the Vegas heat. Do you love the Vegas heat? Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, it's hot. You got to watch out. You got to stay hydrated. That's why I drink so much jizz. <laughs> it's like a bromide. It helps me belch. I make jizz smoothies. I love that shit. <laughs> well, you're every bit as sexual as Ronnie, and I love that. I really, truly do. Everything's sex. Yeah, I'm horny. I'm always horny, just like Ronnie. Right, right. Ronnie? Look right, how mom. cute he is. I love yeah. hanging on my mom's. Pussy flaps, it's great. They hang. No, you you like her pepperoni nips. Yeah, no, I, I like a pussy flaps better though. Yeah, I shit them right out of my flaps. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stephanie so much. I feel like I shit her right out of my flaps too. Right. All right. Well, listen. Like a, um, a daughter miss, to me. Like a daughter. Uh, is it uh, Ronnie's fiance is like a daughter to you? Oh yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah, I feel like I should have run. I would take them both and shove them right back up there if I could. <laughs> I want them up there, close to me, right up there, Ronnie. I would sit on your head and sh and, and just shove you right back up there. That's how much <laughs> I love my Ronnie. Hey, you 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 would go right. You, you would put Ronnie right back in your piss flaps. Just so you can shove shit him, him out right again. Back up the, <laughs> shit him back out. Shove him back in. I would love I wish, to do that. 
I wish my mother would say that. No, I never hear her say that. She doesn't want it. She did. She she never talks about shitting me out of her pistol laps. I hardly. I've never heard any mother say that. No, that's All true right. love. Well, that's love. Uh, that's love. Th- thank you, uh, Mrs. Mund and. Ronnie update for everyone. Ronnie is, uh, he's closing today and the pool is going in and the house is, uh, fine, even if it is not what he expected. If it's backwards, no, it's what I expected. <laughs> and the heat is, uh, very, it's very hot, but, uh, Ronnie says it's great. That's it. That's right. It is great. Yeah. If anybody wants me, I'll be tongue deep in Wayne Newton's ass. I'll be laughing my ass off when you're sitting in two feet of snow crying and you don't want to go outside. No, I'm not going back to fucking New York. You think I want to shovel snow, motherfucker? I want to stick a shovel up my twat and play blackjack. I want to, I want to fuck a guy named Blackjack. He gets so cold in New York. I chipped a tooth eating ass. Fuck New I York. Have, it's a, it's a shithole. I want to say, uh, have a beautiful, beautiful, uh, day, Mrs. Mund. I, I love hearing Thank from you. you. Uh, what is it, Ralph? What do you want? Hey, now. Hey, you know what I kept thinking about all weekend? I don't know. kept popped into my head that Ronnie wanted closure with you. And uh, I don't think he knows what it means because closure is like when something ends. And nothing's ending with it. You know, he just moved. He went down the street. Yeah, Ralph. And and when am I going to see him? Huh? When am I going to see him? Other than on here, when am I going to see him in person? Well, you might be back. You'll be back. You were just back. Yeah, well, I was. I week. was back, Ralph, and I tried to see him and say goodbye, like kind of, you know. Yeah, but, but that Ronnie, didn't work out. Like I got the relationship ditched. ends. Like you, you, you're trying to. Like, you're right, never going to see right, the person Ralph. again. Thank you. Well, how do you know I will see him? I'm just he probably won't, man. Ronnie probably won't see me. He needed closure. <laughs> Nobody's going to see you again. No one's going to see me again. Is right. Him. Yeah, good. That's so. Not, Ronnie and I fine. had made Ronnie and I made a plan to see one another, and I fully expected to go through with it. But when the Delta variant hit, I said to Ronnie, "I'm not having any visitors. I'm not looking for uh, in-person meetings." And I said to Ronnie, "When he, he's going to be back in New York from time to time," I said, "When this thing blows over, we're gonna. We're, yeah. I would. I would love to see Ronnie. Stop it, Ralph. You're, you're causing trouble." <laughs> no, I mean, it's never no going to blow over. Nobody's going to see you because, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to come out because we're going to have another variant and another variant. Those people are stupid. But anyway. All right. Thank you. Let's have a little hope that the people will get vaccinated and we'll get past this. Right, Ronnie? Right. 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 Um, what else? Summer obituaries. We did a couple, Robin, the other day. People liked yes. it. Uh, great tribute to Ed Asner. Ed Asner, the famous actor, was awesome how you let the younger listeners in on how funny he was. Clips of him on the show were interesting. He stood up for what he believed in. That is true. Uh, Howard, I'm glad you spoke about the great Jackie Mason. Your words were sweet. This couple of appearances on your show were legendary. You could tell he really respected you as a performer. Um, I like you guys remembering Willard Scott. As sticky as he was, he was, you know, silly and compelling. His sense of humor about his toupee was great. And Gary's elevator story with Willard Scott was hilarious. There you go. And uh, also, people happy we spoke about the legendary Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. ZZ Top have always been great on your show. What a bass player. Tush is one of my favorite songs ever. Great tribute. 
couple I never didn't get to the other day. I was going to mention a radio guy who, I, I, and I'm not trying to be funny, I didn't know Fez Watley, but Fez evidently worked here at Sirius XM. There was a mm-hmm. show called Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know Fez. Never ran into him in the hall, I don't think. Um, but uh, I know they had a lot of fans, Ron and Fez. And uh, he died of a heart failure. He was only 57 years old. And uh, the show ran for 20 years in national syndication and then came here to uh, Sirius XM on the Raw Dog Comedy Channel. His real name is Todd Hiller. Fez. But he changed it to Fez because he started his career as a producer on the Ron and Ron show in Tampa. And it got big ratings. And Fez was a guy who evidently, now these are other people telling me, he was known as a flamboyantly gay character. He put a character on the air. Okay. Uh, He was from a small town in Florida, so if anyone asked if he was really gay, he'd say it was just a character. But it turned out he actually was gay, and he came out of the closet in 2012. Hmm. So he, uh, he was not comfortable admitting that he was gay until 2012. Yeah. Which is always sad because what the fuck? He had to live his life closeted. But here is Fez coming out on the air, and um, we mentioned that he passed away. Big change to announce today uh, on the Ron and Fez show. So today seemed like the appropriate day to make this announcement. But just to let everyone know that um, I've come to terms with things, and I just want to tell everyone that. Yes, I'm gay. Yeah, when you start playing that song. That's the announcement. (laughs) I'm putting it out there. It's not a bit. It's not a character. I'm Fez Watley, and I'm gay. Yeah. When you hear that music... Instead of Metallica, you're gay. <laughs> but anyway, good for him. He came out. Yes. I'm sure it was a very liberating day. I know he was so closet. Robin was heartbroken. She was trying to hook up with him for years. I know. I know. I could never um, get a date. I didn't understand what was going on. She came to me. Um, Howard, what's wrong with me? Uh, I, I think I'm a pretty good looking woman. And uh, what is what do I have to do? What I blow this I've, guy? I've and, thrown myself at this guy. Yeah. Robin stripped down. She was in panties, no bra, stood before him and said, take me, Fez. And nothing. And she came to me. I had a cradle her for like I over an hour. Oh, yeah. that hurts. Yep. She needed cock. <laughs> I need I a cock. Get... Right. We know, Robin. Four <laughs> inches is fine. I wanted Fez cock. You wanted Fuck Fez's me, cock. <laughs> right. Fuck me, baby. Well, that ain't happening. You know, for the longest time, he said it was just a character, and I believed him. Yeah. Robin's like, oh, brilliant character. Successful <laughs> You're radio such guy. a good actor. But, uh, and I was worried that Robin was going to leave me for Fez and, and go on their show, but. <laughs> anyway, you so. You can fuck uh, me so, anytime. I understand. Well, anyway. Uh, I want a penis. We get it. You want to. That was the night. I was just like in tears. (laughs) Are you going to fuck me? 
Yeah, she went up to Fez and said, are you going to fuck me? Are you going to fuck me? Are you going to bring me into the boom boom room? I'm going to squirt. All right. (laughs) And the other person I mentioned, but I didn't get to do an obituary, was Dave Lambert. Uh, We lost an incredible human being, the innovator of the, well, the Sibian, which uh, is a sexual device that was was unbelievable. It was so... advanced this guy i I believe he lived under a great inventor (laughs) yeah he actually lived under a giant rock and he worked day and night on this sibian in fact uh for those of you who are not familiar uh, most of you know this but uh, one of fred's famous drops is uh actually dave lambert get that poison out of your system raven that's uh that's dave the man get that poison out of your system raven that's right. He was on our show. We wanted uh, him on. We wanted to learn about how he invented this sexual device. And uh, we brought in Raven Alexis, a porn star. She uh, agreed to sit on the Sibian while Dave coached her through it. And it was very legendary. Uh, I mean, and how lucky for her to have this fabulous uh, inventor. The inventor working right. it for her, yes. It's like if Steve Jobs helped you with your iPhone. <laughs> uh, this guy was the Thomas Edison of sexual devices. As you know, Robin. And uh, and his voice was hypnotic. I mean, who wouldn't climax with that voice of his in your ear, Robin? I'm sure you almost <laughs> came that morning just hearing him. Uh, here is that famous moment. Here is Dave at work with his Sibian. Getting the poison out of uh, Raven. Now he's getting the poison out of Jesus somewhere. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's hope. He was buried with a Sibian? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he was buried with a Sibian. Yes, he was buried on the Sibian. <laughs> Go ahead. Fuck me, Fuck me, Raven. Let everything hang out. Go ahead and go. Fuck me, Raven. Fuck me, Raven. Go ahead. Let it go. Keep it going. Keep it going. Say I'm coming. Say it loud so they can hear it. Fuck me. Fuck me, Robin. Fuck me, Robin. Let her go. That's a girl. That's a girl. That's a girl. Let her go. Let her go. Go ahead. Let her go. Let it go. Fuck me, Raven. Let it all go out. Get that poison out of your system, Raven. Let it go. Close your eyes and keep them closed. Go ahead. Let her go. Let her go. Fuck me. That's a girl. I'm coming. That's a girl. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go. <laughs> it was a real... Oh, my God. It was a great day in radio history. Uh, keep your eyes closed. Did he think the, <laughs> the magic would wear off if she saw it? I don't know. I, I remember Dave. Uh, I think if she had opened her eyes, she might have run out of the room. But I told him, and this is not a joke, I called him the Orville Redenbacher of sex that day. Meaning, um, <laughs> I mean it. I mean, uh, he was like the guy who invented popcorn. Whew. A lot of people write me and say, whatever happened to Raven? Uh, Raven actually left the porn industry. She now clerks for a Supreme Court justice. I forget which one. <laughs> Robin knows the name. I'm coming. But uh, his sexy delivery, I think, made her come very hard. <laughs> he insisted. 
He said, I have to talk to her. If we're going to do this, I need to it talk can't her. It can just be the machine, huh? No. He said it's required. And he must have he must have known something I didn't know. <laughs> He's the inventor. Yeah. Well, there's a, a full uh, agenda from our audience writing us. Fuck me, Robin. Yes. <laughs> no, stop that. Don't Fuck ever me, play Robin. that again. Fuck me, Robin. He got, he got so uh, carried away, Robin, that uh, he, he started mentioning your name in there. Yeah. How me, did, who was on the machine? Fuck me, <laughs> Fuck me Robin. All right, what, I'll give you a choice now because we're running out of time. i got like a few minutes left. Do you want uh, the Whack Pack Summer Roundup, or would you want to hear Mitch McConnell's audiobook? Oh, I want to hear the Whack Pack Summer Roundup. Okay. Okay, fuck me, Robin. Fuck me. <laughs> By the way, the Sibian goes for 1400 bucks on the Amazon uh, website. 1400 Really? Yeah. So. Wow. I thought uh, prices might come down as production increased. No, they have increased. not. No, they have not. I thought eventually it would be like the the iPhone, like they'd mass produce those things and everybody'd maybe. have one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> I thought that maybe by now. What year is this? 2021? Yes. Or something like that. I thought by <laughs> now every home would have a Sibian. That's right, a household stable. Yeah, but the, the, the dream never came true. I get, it had something to do with not wanting your neighbors to come into your house. <laughs> See, that thing sitting on the floor. <laughs> I remember they had a film like to sell the Sibian, and they sold it so that it was like in a suitcase. This thing was so big, it was the size of a horse. And uh, <laughs> they would they it would fold up into a suitcase so that if you went to a hotel, you could bring your Sibian with you. Yeah, yeah, you could travel yeah. with it. Yeah. Big giant suitcase, like a steamer <laughs> trunk. <laughs> In case you felt like it would be difficult to leave for a few days without it. He really so. thought he was on to the next best thing. It was such a great video. I remember it was in black and white. It looked like reefer madness. It was like <laughs> the guy The guy was like a traveling salesman. He was pulling into a motel, and he'd get in the room, and the first thing he'd do is wheel his Sibian in and then unpack it, get it all set up for the night. It was like, you know when the president has that guy with the suitcase? and it was Right. Like, it was like they were setting up a nuclear bomb in, in the hotel. <laughs> and then, like, it had, like, several attachments in the suitcase, and young woman could sit on it and enjoy the Sibian. With a, it was a big penis and a like a bucking bronco horse. <laughs> I bought one, but I ended up using it to mix paint. No women wanted to get on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try it? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 I think you would have liked it because you do go for that kind of thing. No, it's not necessary. No. Might have been good for you. Well, we'll never know. I should have just sent one to your house. I think it was just the embarrassment of saying, hey, Howard, I, I want the Sibian. I'd like that to try it, I would have sent back just to see your embarrassment really? when you got that mm. machine in your house. Oh, oh, yeah, Guess what? Right I know what I'm getting you for your birthday next year. 
<laughs> don't you dare, because I'll send it right to your house. No, you don't. No, you won't. I have children. That's it, Robin. <laughs> Come on, Robin. Fuck me, Robin. Fuck me, Robin. Can't believe we lost that voice. Can't believe that voice no longer exists. It was stilled. How dare they? Can't believe that voice was stilled. <laughs> the Sibian is available in four, four colors. Four colors. Black really? with chocolate. Black with beige. Pink with beige and purple with beige. So there you go. Hmm. I didn't they know tried. that. They you tried everything. Maybe it needs to be in different colors. <laughs> Who knew? What's that, Dave? Yes, yes, your pussy. Let it, let it go. Hmm. You're going to fuck me hard and let it go. I miss him already. I know. I just wonder in the early days when he first came up with this idea and he was trying to tell other people about it, how that went. <laughs> yeah. How did he not end up in jail? <laughs> Go ahead. You know what I mean? Now. I'm building a fuck machine, Robin. <laughs> looking for investment. Look, I'm looking for venture capital. I need VC, venture capital. <laughs> fuck me, Robin. I like that. He thought it was so stylish and that it would Fuck become such a thing in people's homes that you made different colors to match your, yeah, match your yeah. house. Where are I you going to set this up? You got to have it match your decor. Hmm. I'm thinking of my house and the way it's decorated. Which one would I want? Black with chocolate, black with beige, <laughs> pink with beige wouldn't work. Purple. Forget pink. Forget pink and purple. Yeah. Probably it's just the chocolate or the beige. I'd get black with chocolate. I think it would really mix nicely with the motif here. <laughs> I put it in the gym. It makes it look like a looks like gym equipment. You, I wonder if they still have that online. The the ad for the Sibian, like with the guy wheeling the know. thing into the motel room. In remembrance of him, I think I'm going to look it up and watch it today. Oh, look Fuck at this! Me, Robin. Infomercial for the Sibian. It is generally accepted by most health professionals that orgasmic release is one method of reducing stress, which in turn is the cause of many health problems. Mm. Research by... Ar That's true. Who is it that told me over vacation? Somebody got a hold of me and started telling me that if you want a healthy prostate, if you come like 20 times a month, you cannot get prostate cancer. Like, it's definitely, like, you got to keep milking that prostate. Who the fuck told me that? Oh, my buddy. Okay, yeah, he told me that. So I, uh, I get a hold of... Is this a doctor or... No, no. What kind of research was he quoting? I, I Listen, I think he made it up. It's like Alex <laughs> Jones, you know what I mean? Just say whatever you want and then worry about it later. But anyway, um, yeah, he tells me this. So I go to Beth and I go... Hey, so-and-so told me I gotta, you got to make me come 20 times a month. She goes, that's not happening. <laughs> Why not? And she was like, let me, let me see the scientific research. That's ridiculous. So I said, no, it's from Dr. Fauci. He, he said it today. On <laughs> Whoa. 
I know. I know. I got it. You know I have a medical condition. I don't want to bring it up. Oh, this is something. Oh, okay. You want to hear Whack Pack Summer update? Let me do. Let me get yes. to it. Yeah, this is this is kind of interesting. Everybody loves the Whack Pack. Everybody wants to know what happened over the summer. So here, start with Wendy. Oh um, yes, I thought about Wendy traveling around the country in the back of a van all summer. Van. It was a fucking car, I think. Was, was it a van? I don't even think it was as nice as a van. It wasn't even a van. Oh, no. Well, anyway, when we last checked in with Wendy, they had, her mom sold the home they lived in in Florida. Oh, yeah, it's a van. She was living in a van with her mom and her cat in a Cracker Barrel parking lot, which was upsetting. <laughs> Wendy revealed she was shitting in the woods, and her mom would bury Wendy's duty with a shovel. Just to bring you back to that moment, here's what we heard. When you, when you make duty... And then you, you say your mom buries it. Does your mom, like in the car, have a shit shovel, like a, a shovel that can dig these holes to put the duty in? Yes, she has a shit shovel that digs holes. Yes, and buries the poop. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there must be tremendous amounts of things in that car. It's almost like the Batmobile. It's like, uh, I've seen hey. No shovels, Howard. Do you ever, did your mom ever get frustrated and say to you, Wendy, why can't you just shit like everybody else and like, you know, shit? Yeah, she well, does gag her because she's, uh, sometimes get sick of wiping my butt. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know Wendy's slow, but she could make a normal duty on a toilet. I really believe that. Well, I she think did she's... it one time. I think. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, it was our big summer cliffhanger, if you will. You know uh, what because happened then with she Wendy? Was telling us that people seemed to know when she was going to do it in the van. And they would be driving in circles around this parking lot. <laughs> Can you imagine the chaos when Wendy announces she's going to take a shit? <laughs> it's like all hell breaks loose. Because they don't want her to go in the van in her pants. Well, I have good news for you. Wendy was able to find a new home, her mom was, in Georgia. Oh. Yeah, Wendy now lives in That's Georgia. That's where they were looking in several states. Georgia was one of them. Yeah, the only pro the, the the sad news is the good news is she has a home. The sad news is she's gotten so large that she can't comfortably fit through the doors. So they're having oh, a problem. No. Yes. Yeah, so so here's here here it is. Here's the tape. The only place I can fit through is the room that's by the kitchen. This room and the living room. That's the only place I can get in. Are you saying that the passageways are so narrow that you can't even fit in them? Nope. Like my brother, he had to uh, re he had to knock out a wall to make a room for me, and I couldn't get in none of them. And he had to break a little space in this big room, so he had to make the door a little bigger so I could fit through there. He had to knock out a wall to make a room. <laughs> uh, he had to knock the little door of the slide to make it a little bigger where I can sit in there. So are the passageways too small or are you too big? <laughs> too small. Oh <laughs> well, meanwhile, by the Is way, uh, Wendy's... Is up? No, no, she, she's possessed. They're trying to get the... Uh... <laughs> First of all, so I guess the house in Florida had 
doorways that were wide enough for her. What are the odds that Wendy's mom bought a house with rooms that Wendy couldn't get into? Uh, you I know don't what I mean? even understand that. I mean, you know Wendy's size when you see these wall these doors. Don't you figure she'll never get through? Do you think she bought the house on purpose with small doorways so maybe Wendy would not go into certain rooms? It sounds like Wendy's confined to a couple of rooms and that's it. Right. Can she get into the kitchen? That's the question. It's like, did she not. bar her from the kitchen? No, no. But she's gotten so large. I mean, you'd have to put her in a horse stable. <laughs> but but uh, also, they, I mean, is that room that she can get into? Now that has to be her bedroom. I don't know what's going on with her, but, she, but, but she's had that cough for like a year now. Oof. And it's not good. By the way, I mean, I know we learned Ronnie's house was built backwards. Wouldn't you expect Wendy's house to be backwards, too? <laughs> See, that would be more understandable. Her doors are just too small. <laughs> Says here, Wendy's chair makes it difficult to move through small spaces in the house. Uh, but oh, Wolfie it's not says, a handy, uh, capable house. Yeah, but Wolfie says she's too big to fit even without the wheelchair when they get her out of the chair, so... <laughs> They moved in the first week of July, and Wendy hasn't left the house since. Well, she can't. No. When she gets in, she can't get out. Wendy also adds that she sees, she and her cat see ghosts in the house, which is another thing. It's haunted. So <laughs> that kind of sucks, too. I told Wendy, I said, you know, Wendy, you remind me of a fish. You know, when you put a fish in an aquarium, the fish, some, some fish will grow as large as the aquarium is. Yes. Yes. So they put her in the house and she gets so large. It's like, she just gets as large as the house will fit and she can't so get out. Maybe that's her mother's plan. I'll get a small house and Wendy will shrink. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, here's what Wendy had to say. My cat can see my daddy and I can see him too. What do you mean by that? We can see his ghost spirit. So you're seeing ghosts in your new house? Yep. I can hang with my ghost dad every day. Uh, the other night, my dad knocked a couple things over in my room. and I, I mean, in m mine and my mom's room. So your new house is haunted <laughs> by the spirit of your dead father? Yep. And Robin's been playing with him, too. He's going nuts. Your cat has been playing with your ghost dad? Yep. How do you know that the ghost in your house is your dad? I didn't even touch my controller yet, and then my dad turns on my uh, button wheelchair. So your ghost dad controls your wheelchair? Uh, yeah. So can you actually see the ghost? Yes, I can. Hmm. That's amazing. Beautiful uh, interview done by Wolfie there. Wendy, so now you're up to date with that. Yes, Pamela, you're on the air. This is Pamela from New York. Hi. Uh, i just like to put, point out that Wendy and her, she voted for Trump. So I just want everybody to realize that. Yeah, but um, remember, she is uh, limited in terms of her mental capacity. You can't hold it against her. You know she's being programmed mean. by the people around her. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean, you know. Or I mean, even the limited. TV. Anything she's could program limited. Wendy. Let me ask anyway, you something. I know, I know that Wendy is mentally retarded. If she becomes a ghost, would she be smarter as a ghost, or would she just remain the same? Well, I would imagine even in the uh, afterlife, Wendy's a slow adult. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's a shame. 
I think if you How go to Sal heaven. Have you seen ghosts? Sal sees ghosts, yeah. But if I. Sal isn't that much ahead of uh, Wendy on the IQ <laughs> chart, honestly. I know. I know. <laughs> Honey. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> yeah. What's up? We're still here. Oh, I just wanted to know if Ronnie had a bar mitzvah. We're in the high holidays right now. Do you know if he had a bar mitzvah? I can't. I mean, he probably. Ronnie's a weird kind of Jew. Like, he's totally undistinguishable as a Jew. Like, I mean, you would never guess that he's Jewish. It's weird. Like. Yeah, he doesn't. Nothing about him it? says I'm Jewish. Yes. Yeah. What What is it, Robin? I mean, like even it's it's almost like you wouldn't you would actually think he's a Christian. Yes. Like he gives off a Christian vibe. Were you bar mitzvahed, Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, you were. You were. Yeah. I I guarantee you though if I. Let me hear oh, you I don't remember. You... I, dude, so I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't. Partial? I don't remember anything. And what is this girl's problem? What? Why is she knocking everybody on the show? It's not What's knocking. She's asking no, where really you are. No, she's asking. I really she's, asking she's making fun of Wendy. She's making fun of what? What's the big deal if I'm bar mitzvah or I'm not bar mitzvah? <laughs> There's no way. Why do you want to know Trump. that? What? What is your deal? All right, what, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm going to say something to you. Now, as a bar mitzvah and I'm not going to know it. I'm telling you, I'm not going to know it. Baruch et Adonai Hambarach. Go ahead. I I told you. I what? forgot all of that stuff. This isn't. This isn't. You actually knew it at one time. He didn't yeah, know. Well, it. I Did had, you learn I Hebrew? Had a, I had a, re, a rabbi come to my house every week. I took the lessons. I didn't go. To, I didn't go to the temple every. You know, every week I had a, a tutor. Have you read Hebrew? Yeah. You know how to read Hebrew? Not now, no. I how did do you then. forget all that? Dude, I forgot it all. You don't know any prayer from any temple or anything? You don't know any No, prayer. I don't remember any of that stuff. First of all, I Holy couldn't stand the mackerel. guy who... The, I couldn't stand the rabbi that came. The guy smelled, and then... It, I just wanted him to be there and get it over with, and 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 I did. So you actually sang the yeah yeah. I, w- wow. I went to the temple, the whole thing. I don't buy reception. It. What's your Hebrew name? I don't know. Oh yeah, what's your Hebrew name? <laughs> you don't have a Hebrew, Hebrew name. name. I'm, I'm curious. You. I really like you, Ronnie. Yeah, you sound it. I am. No, the only reason why I was asking is, one, because it's the high holidays, and two, my son was recently bar mitzvah, so I was wondering, were you bar mitzvah? That's all. I wish we had a yeah, taste of that bar mitzvah. About it. Your you answer know, is yes. Did you, get, did you have sex at your bar mitzvah? No. <laughs> no. That's no, why he doesn't see. remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of Ronnie and that whole what thing. Did, what like, do you mean? When he what told me he was mean? Jewish, I was like, you're kidding me. I just assumed you were like a, like an Italian guy from Queens. Oh, yeah, I, thought he was I got some pictures here somewhere of it. Yeah, really? Did you did you yeah, have to give a it's speech? All packed, it's it's all packed away in storage. But yeah, I have pictures. Did you oh, wear you... tefillin? Did you wear tefillin? Yes, yes, I did. You wore tefillin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
What's tefillin? You don't even know what that is. I don't know what it is. That that you didn't wear tefillin. Your head around your head with the, yeah. the leather thing. You yeah, wore you wore the, the box big, and everything. It looked, it looked like a whatchamacallit. It looked like uh, a miner's light. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you wear a miner's light on your head at your bar mitzvah? Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> wow. Because the tefillin thing is like super Jewy. Like that's for people who are super yeah. Jewish. Like if you're really Orthodox, so it's weird to me. You don't even know. You don't know the blessing for wine. No, really. I told you. How could, I you, don't how could you be bar mitzvah to not know that, dude? That was a hundred years ago. Yeah, but so what? You don't forget something like that. Yeah. Okay. I did. I think when he learns something, it goes right out of his head. Again, if it's not attached to sex, it's right. not in Ronnie's head. You got that right. <laughs> yeah, but he knows the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, he learned things when he was younger. Do you know the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> think I remember part of it. <laughs> Holy cow. It's not there, really. <laughs> Here, I'm going to say the blessing for wine. You fill, you fill in the rest. Baruch atah Adonai, Malach HaOlam. I don't okay. remember. What? I told you. You wouldn't even know the first word to say. No. Not any of them. No. I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave out two words at the end, okay? And you see if it comes to you. Baruch Atadanai, Eloheinu Melech Olam, Asher Kiddushan Oba Mitzvotav, Vitzivan Olachag. Oh, that's for Hanukkah. No, that's something else. Beret Pri. Here, fill in the blank. Beret Pri blank. Let her fill it in. I don't know. I told you. Hagafen. That's right. For you. I, mean, I don't see how you went to Hebrew school and stuff, or had the tutor, Dude, and, you, and you had a bar mitzvah, you. and you don't know anything. It's like, it's like, that's I, crazy. I was 11 and a half when I started, Yeah, you know. so were we all. Yeah. You don't remember one thing. Wow. So no, you did I it don't. for a year and a half. Handjob Connie, he remembers. Yeah, of course I do. If she was singing that song, I know, he'd know she, it. I remember the street and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. He can tell you her address. Yeah. All right. Huh. All right. Well, there's your answer, Pamela. Ronnie was bar mitzvah. She, she got her answer. Thank you. Hope yeah. she's happy. Thank you. Shanatova. <laughs> right. Yeah, good for Don't you. Don't say that to Ronnie. Yeah, please. <laughs> to all of you. Why not? Happy New Year. Happy and healthy same, New Year. Same to you. Right. Yeah, Marianne. Howie, do you want to know what I did this summer? Hello? What? Okay. I got I got a tattoo. Guess what I got a tattoo of Howard and Robin? Guess, guess, guess. What? Is it Howard? It has something to do. 6939. Do you believe it, Howard? When I opened the that? safe. What is that? Oh, right. 39. Oh, okay. Sixty-nine, thirty-nine. The new contract, Howard. Right, right, right. My right. Howard, fist. Howard, my my fist, my all I need, and my sixty-nine, thirty-nine, Howard. All right, let's get back to the update. That was Marianne from Brooklyn who got a all right tattoo. Got a new tattoo, yeah. Hi, pitch Eric. Let's move on to him. Okay. Okay. Hi. Okay. High-pitched Eric, believe it or not, has become high society in a sense. His money from Cameo has catapulted him into a whole other class of lifestyle. Like, he's making money hand over fist. He 
He's got a very lavish lifestyle. Listen, this is going to be my, this is maybe the most mind blowing thing you're going to hear on the show today. Eric spent his summer playing golf with his rich friends and smoking expensive cigars. Golf. Uh, this is yeah. Here's a clip of Eric at a cigar tasting event. Yeah. Eric, uh, what are you smoking there, pal? I'm smoking a Rocky Patel Italian six by sixty. Maduro. Excellent. How is the flavor on this? The flavor is very good. It's uh, it's like a dark cigar. It's from Honduras, and it's a great flavor. And it it's a hint of espresso because it's a dark cigar, and it goes good with, like with the bourbon. Okay. A lot of people smoke this. Right. Like me. Would you recommend it to other customers? I would rec- I would recommend this to a lot of customers because it goes good with like bourbon or scotch, and I would recommend this to a lot of customers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Eric's golf. I wonder if he is- knows where Honduras is. No, Eric's a. <laughs> I wonder if he knows where Ronnie's uh, knowledge went of his bar mitzvah. <laughs> I think he retained something. Eric's golf average is 115. Is that uh, good or bad? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either, but they explained to me an average amateur score is somewhere between 96 and 100. So 115 is like bad, out of the range, yes. Yeah, but I wouldn't know. But Eric's like gone into like like a whole lifestyle. Who's he playing golf with? Who's... Who are his golf friends? I think OJ. <laughs> uh, ask Napkin Ed. You were asking me what happened to him this summer. He, yes, he spent, always worry about him. His summer was just filled with being gross. Here, oh, Here's God. the highlight. Well, I blew a fire and shit my pants while I was walking to the store for a sub. thought I was going to blow a fucking fire, and instead of air, just the juice came out instead. Was this in broad daylight? Yeah. What color pants were you wearing? White jeans. How much diarrhea seepage came out of your ass? Oh, my God. Fucking ton. Is that a situation where it dripped down your legs? There was a ton of it, kind of, like, <laughs> spilling out under the ground and shit. So. Oh, it was actually leaking out of your pants leg onto the ground? Yeah, like, dri- just dripping because most of it was coming, uh, being soaked up by the jeans. What condition were your socks and shoes in after that? Wet. I, my boots were wet. My socks were wet. So I had to let them dry out. How many blocks so did it, you have to walk with the uh, shit in your pants? It's like one, two, three, three. Turns out uh, Ed's whole summer plan was just to be gross, and his plan <laughs> for the winter and spring also is to be gross. What happened to the ass napkins? He doesn't wear them anymore? I think he does, but I don't know. I, that's a guy who should be taking horse dewormer. If there's any person on the planet, it would be Ed. Doesn't right. he have worms? He's anti-vax, and I would expect right. him to take horse dewormer if he gets COVID. In addition to what you just heard, Ass Napkin told Wolfie that his unwashed underwear, his you know, his stained underwear, is still on the floor in his bedroom, like he just never uh. bothered to do anything with it. Well, he even said he just let the boots dry out. To be more specific, he said that he sprayed his boots with Febreze, but never oh, okay. washed out the diarrhea. So he just... Right. Yeah. There you go. So that's the yes napkin, Ed. 
Tan Mom, and this is actually some really sad news. Tan Mom's husband passed away after a long battle with multiple health issues, stage four cancer, a stroke, multiple heart attacks, and even COVID-19. Jeez, who knew he was going through all that? I didn't know any of that, but uh, we knew him as driver. That's what right. Tan Mom called him. They didn't get along when he was alive, and she would say... Do you she think would, she was upset with him because he was sick? I don't know. I don't know what was... I think the marriage was just, like, on the rocks, but he was but devoted to her. But if he was that sick, Howard, how, what could he have been doing to upset her? I don't know. He worked as a chauffeur and owned a limousine. Tan Mom would make him drive her around like she was a paying customer, and she would only refer to him as driver. Right. In fact, one time, Ahmet rode along with them in the limo. To, they were going to the tanning salon. You know, her husband was taking her to the tanning salon, and here's a uh-huh. clip of her interacting with her husband, for those of you who uh, are Tan Mom fans. Tell me where we're going and and why. We're going to my tanning salon. Nice music. Yeah, it sucks. Could you change it, driver? We gotta go in that way. I don't give a shit. You are. Yeah. That, by the way, that clip was before his health issues. So. Oh, okay. So you know, there you go. I don't. You know. Jeez. I've often contemplated, I've contemplated death. Even if there's no afterlife, I believe he's in a better place. I do. (laughs) I mean, him specifically. Oh, my. Uh, Life's like that. You know, when you hear. Was she broken up? I mean, how did she take losing her husband? I don't know. You know, sometimes you you appreciate the person when they're gone. So you might hear a very different tune. I want to know. You might hear a very different tune coming out of Tan Mom, Robin. Ew. <laughs> you want to know how Jeff the Drunk is doing? Um, he sure, is on the he line. wants to tell us. You didn't do a report, but he's no. ready to report on himself. Yeah, we actually ignored him on the summer <laughs> update, but he wants us to know how he's doing. Okay. Hey, hey, Jeff. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, and- I went to Vegas. Right. Yeah, but um, I had a bunch of health issues all summer. That's shocking. I'm getting my cataract taken out of my left eyeball. Well, that's good. That's good. My right ear is clogged shut. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. How does your ear get clogged shut? You never had the wax removed? No, um, you know, I was removing it. And actually, um, I just put my finger in there and there's like a bunch of wax. And so... I gave <laughs> paper problem. towels. I gave paper towels and put over David Tell? What do you say about David Tell? Paper towels. No, he's saying paper towels. Oh, oh. Paper yeah. Towels. I gave a paper towel 
Um, David Tell. Play that was in my ear. And they were that was in your ear? In my what ear. What did he say about paper towels in his ear? He, he took a wad of paper towels and rolled them up and he stuck them in his ear. And I guess some of it didn't come out. So that was also in his ear. Oh, so you got paper towels stuck in your ear. Yeah, so I, they pulled them out with tweezers, but they don't know if they got it all. Obviously, they didn't. So I have to go back. I'm reading this note. I'm going to throw up. I'm debating whether to read it. <laughs> Jeff said the most disgusting yellow-green pus came out of his ear. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, you know, earwax. Oh, dude, do you clean your... All right, hey, well, there's... Uh... <laughs> Jeff, what were you doing in Vegas with all this going on? Oh, well, well that was... The guy got fired. The guy that hired me, that <laughs> told his boss to hire me, he got fired. The day after I left. Oh, my God. You're telling me a guy hired you to come to Vegas and appear at his bar, and the guy who hired you got fired because of you? Yeah, well, yeah, basically. <laughs> but what, what did you do that got him fired? Nothing. They had to find me in, and they rented um, a um, they got me a scooter to get around it. And then no one showed up for the meet and greet. Yeah, no one. Yeah, like, so um, it cost them a fortune. <laughs> they had to pay for a plane ticket. They had to get him a scooter. A vacation, Howard. <laughs> and they had to put him oh, up. So. Yeah. And no one showed up at the meet and greet. Yeah. So, of course, they fired no. the guy. Only like one person a day. How long Maybe were you there? Like, three nights. <laughs> three nights. They flew him in. They put him up in a hotel. They had to pay. They probably had shell out a couple of grand. Yeah. But what's it cost to hire you to appear in a bar? Um, you know, uh, like a thousand bucks. And then plane fare. And yeah. room, and board, and scooter, and beers. Yeah, I mean, it was probably just horrible. Then they had him in the bar, and they could get him out of there. And <laughs> and they they said to the probably this guy who sold him a bill of goods, who said, you know, this guy's going to deliver, and they probably said, yeah. "Fuck you, you're out." Yeah, I'm sure the guy the guy meant it to to attract a crowd, and he thought that this would attract a crowd. He must be a fan of the show, and. Anything you do with Jeff backfires, as I can tell you. Were you the slightest bit embarrassed that this guy lost his job, this nice guy, and and because of you? I mean, well, like yeah, you get him. I was sorry. Because Are you yeah, embarrassed when nobody's there? Well, yeah. But you still know. got paid. Yeah, mostly. If I owned a bar, who knows? If I owned a bar, <laughs> I would hire Jeff to appear at the bar across the street. 
and ruin their business. Why would you bring them into your bar? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe they I mean, secretly if, worked for the other place. Who knows? If there was some guy out there who wanted to make some money, he said, hey, Howard, would you come to my place and maybe it'll create some traffic for me? And if I showed up to my public appearance and no one was there, I, I, I'd, be dev- I'd be devastated. I'd be like, yes. But Jeff's got the right idea. He's just like, well, that's too bad. Well, we he called up and he said, I want to tell you what I did on my summer vacation. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Your mistake. <laughs> There's like no shame. And he just sort of casually says, I went to Vegas, but then I got earwax taken out of my ear. No. Yeah. No, the real story is Vegas. Right. Where you lost someone their job. How do you get that much earwax in your... I mean, the hygiene must be insane. Well, it probably... Is it the side where you um, don't have a working arm? Maybe you can't get to it. Yeah, it Mm. is. Does it smell horribly when they pull this stuff out? I didn't smell it. I mean, is there a waft in the room of smell? No. No? Like, I picture Jeff going to, to, to this bar in Vegas, like, just a bunch of flies circling around his head, <laughs> you know, trying to get in his ear. You know what I mean? Oh, stop. You know when they go, listen, Jeff came and he didn't even attract flies? That's not true. He did. <laughs> Oh, here's Jeff's fans. <laughs> it's a success. Wow. Well, hey, okay, thanks for the update, Jeff. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, Maybe we ought to talk to the guy who lost his job. I would like really to talk to him. <laughs> I bet he's a nice guy, and he was probably like, you know, Howard, I listened to the show. And, uh, you know, I just thought maybe my, you know, my bar was needed some help and I recommend it to the boss. <laughs> it's just probably a horrible story. And by the way, how do you not attract anyone in Vegas? I mean, you think someone would even walk in by accident just and say, yeah, yeah. Like curiosity. Yeah. Just mm. for curiosity. Well, no, um, actually one kid said, hey, I don't know you, but my mother does. Right. God, the shame and, and so did you sign three autographs over the course of the weekend? Yeah, I did. I signed five. Five, mm. okay. Mm. Well, I'm sure the bar was impressed with that. <laughs> well, sounds good. It sounds like another big success story in your life. Yeah. Have you been in well, touch with I, the guy at all who lost his job? Have you heard from him? Yeah, yeah, I talked to him. What did he say? He wanted to know if I sent him. He's not worried about the job. I love when you tell he'll a story. Yeah, because nope. I don't know what he just said. I'm still working on the fact that he David Tell had I a Cadillac removed. <laughs> Me on, me on the scooter. What? What? 
Did you see the video of me on the scooter? No. Where would That's I see that? He I, I sent it to Chris. All right. Okay. Hey, good talking to you, Jeff. Glad you had a nice summer. All right. Later. Later. It's Jeff the Drunk, everybody. He was in Vegas, got his ears cleaned, and drove around on a scooter. <laughs> Damn. Well, we should probably get out of here. We did enough show. That's that's a pretty wild story. Yeah, this guy thought he had a great idea, and now he's out of work. It reminds me of, like the honeymooners when like Jackie Gleason would get a great idea. Yeah. And then <laughs> you know his buddy Norton would go, "Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it." He dragged Norton into it, right? Yeah, and then and they and then and then and then they get into trouble, <laughs> lose their job. <laughs> I know what we'll do, Norton. We're going to hire this guy from the Howard Stern Show, Jeff the Drunk. We're going to make a fortune. I tell you, Ralphie boy, I'm telling you, you're a genius. We'll get a lot of people in the bar and make a lot of money. That's right, Norton. It's going to be great. <laughs> and then Alice walks in. What are you two plotting? <laughs> and she tells him. I mean, he tells them. And she goes. She freaks out. It's another dumb idea. Then at the end of the show, she just, you know, she's like mortified because Jeff the Drunk showed up at the bar and nobody, nobody was there. <laughs> Obviously, this guy doesn't have an Alice, I don't think. Yeah. Alice was a good person. Put up a Ralph climbing on top of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robin, we'll get together tomorrow. Jimmy Kimmel's going to stop by. Awesome. And yeah, we'll talk to Jimmy. See how he's doing. Kimball, Kimball. We uh, we had him out here to my house. See if he had any observations. The great time he uh, had out uh, here. He always does. He usually does. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear what this trip was like. Right. <laughs> he was here during that window of time where I actually started to loosen up. We all yeah. had the vaccination. He but, made okay. that little window. <laughs> All the doctors were telling me we could, uh, you know, with the other vaccinated people. Yeah, I feel like we're back to square one. But anyway, what can I tell you? So, okay, we'll get together tomorrow. There's a ton of stuff to do, but can't fit it all into one show.